0: Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is... Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, Commerce Bank, and Pepsi. Now, let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter.
1: From GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois, Gateway Grizzlies baseball is on the air as the Grizzlies... This evening go in the first of three against the Joliet Slammers and the first of just a quick three-game homestand for Gateway against Joliet. After the long road trip this week, Gateway will be headed right back out of the road the following week as well after these three here at home. Alongside Brandon Ross, Nate Gatter welcoming you in for the GCS Credit Union Post uh, pregame show. Here, uh, Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there this Buds for you. The Grizzlies were swept this past week by Evansville on the road. They finished up at just 2-5 and on the seven-game road trip, four against Windy City and three against Evansville. And now they will take on Joliet. The Slammers are at the bottom of the Central Division, the Grizzlies at the bottom of the West. So the two fourth-place teams in the Midwestern Conference doing battle in what could be an important series in order to try to get these teams back into contention, you'd figure that... Uh, The spots are limited, of course, with only division champions going to the playoffs this year. And we are approaching early next week the quarter pole of the 2021 Frontier League season. So with that in mind, not a lot of opportunities remaining for uh, Joliet and Gateway to get back, especially Gateway having fallen seven games off the pace with uh, two teams, Evansville and Florence, out there to the flying starts in the West to try to cut down those deficits and not leave too much of a hill to climb late on in the season. The Grizzlies would, uh, of course, not want to be panicking only 20 games in, but at the same time, especially after getting swept by Evansville, they're now six games under 500, seven games off the division lead, and uh, it's going to be a real challenge to keep themselves in the hunt before they can get this ship righted. So with that in mind, let's go to our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard where in the Can-Am Conference, Quebec has pulled away a little bit, 11-9 and to lead the Atlantic Division a game and a half over New York and uh, both of them are way out in front of Tri-City with the Frontier League's worst record. They are six games back of Quebec. In the Northeast Division, the two best records in the Can-Am Conference reside. Sussex County leads the way at 13-5. and New Jersey follows a game and a half behind. Washington is 9-11, five games back of the Miners in third. Meanwhile, in the Midwestern Conference, Schaumburg leads the Central Division at 11-9, a record that would have the Boomers three games back of first place and sitting in third in the West, but they lead the way in the Central. At 11-9, Windy City is a a game-and-a-half back, Lake Erie two off the pace, and Joliet, the Grizzlies' opponent tonight here in Sogé, trails by three-and-a-half games in fourth. In the West Division, Evansville is in first place at 14-6, after the Otters, of course, swept the Grizzlies, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at Bossy Field in southwestern Indiana. Florence follows a game behind in second and then there's a big gap before you get to the third place Southern Illinois Miners who are six games behind Evansville and then gateway seven back in fourth place. So an important three-game series for both teams, especially the Grizzlies trying to keep themselves in uh, within spitting distance, if you will, of Evansville in first place maybe just within shouting distance at this point. Joliet, though, on the other hand, despite being at the bottom of the division, is only three and a half games back. So you're looking at a good weekend for the Slammers, a poor weekend maybe for the teams in front of them, and uh, they could really close that gap in a hurry. So it's not one, I would think, that's causing them too much panic just yet. On our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard games going on this evening, we have a handful already underway. Florence leads 2-0 at home in the second inning over Quebec. Nothing-nothing in the second between Lake Erie and Washington at Wild Things Park in the Pittsburgh area. New Jersey has a 1-0 lead over New York on the road in the second. Sussex County up on the road, 1-0 over Tri-City. That game's also in the second inning. Southern Illinois at Schaumburg, that game just underway with no score in the top of the first. Windy City is visiting Evansville, and that game will be getting underway uh, just about when we do. So with that in mind, it is an opportunity, as mentioned, for Joliet to really climb in the standings with two of the teams ahead of them, Schaumburg and Evan, or and Windy City, I should say, playing outside the division. Windy City in particular, playing against the best team in the league by record so far this year at 14-6, and six, essentially in a tie with Sussex County at 13-5, and five, but that's in the Can-Am Conference, and uh, those two, as we know, essentially are... Uh, separate conferences this year, almost operating as separate leagues with very little crossover. And what there is is mostly coming from the Keep Quebec. Well, uh, they are a traveling team for the first half or so of the Frontier League season. So that's the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard on the road. The Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybus.com. Gateway and Joliet in the opener of a three-game series here in Sogei on a Friday night where it is very hot. High temperature of 100 degrees in the St. Louis area today. Very well might be the uh, hottest home game for the Grizzlies in a long number of years. We will have the U.S. Bank starting lineups for you when we get back, heading toward first pitch just nine minutes away as the Grizzlies return home. Budweiser pregame show continues next on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I can speak
3: or walk. 150 over 90. And I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had toe, tone. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
4: Hey Kevin, thinking about retirement? I've thought
3: about it, but it's too late for me to save.
4: With Albo, a retirement coach, it's never too late.
3: Where
5: can I learn more?
4: Visit today. today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council.
6: Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-hmm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever.
7: Hi. Oh, hey.
6: Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time.
7: Uh.
6: Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
5: Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years... Smokey's only said, only you
8: can prevent wildfires.
5: But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
0: You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: The Budweiser Pregame Show continues from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where the Grizzlies and the Joliet Slammers are getting ready for game one of a three game series here in Sojay. Gateway returning home after a seven game road trip in which the Grizzlies won just two out of five, and they have lost three in a row, although Joliet has lost five in a row. The Grizzlies. Left for the road at 5 and 8. They have been last for 500 at 4 and 4. Joliet was last 500 at 7 and 7. The Slammers have lost 5 in a row at 8 of their last 10. And they have followed to 7 and 12. Three and a half games back in fourth place in the Central Division. Our managers are meeting at home plate with the Frontier League umpiring crew. Mike Weinstein will be calling the balls and strikes. Trevor Klosterman will be at first base. And John Hastings at third. The managers are... Cameron Roth in his first season with the Grizzlies, and Aaron Nikula in his first season with Joliet. His lineup for the Slammers coming in with a 237 average. That is 12th out of the 14 teams on the Frontier League circuit in 2021. They have hit 13 home runs, tied for eighth. As mentioned, 7-12 record. They've lost five in a row, and they are three-and-a-half games back at the bottom of the Central Division, trailing the first-place Schaumburg Boomers. His leadoff man is Tyler DePreta johnson the shortstop followed by center fielder Alonzo Jones, Jr. Briley Ware has been one of the best on-base guys in the Frontier League so far this year. He is batting third and playing third. Excellent offensive start for Ware so far in 2021. Jared Reinflesch will be making his Slammers debut. He'll be the catcher and batting cleanup, just signed after he was let go by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Had last been at double-A with Amarillo to start this season. Brian Pereira is the number-five batter. He'll be the DH Followed by Jackson Dvorak, who has only appeared in one game so far this year for Joliet, but it went well, and he'll be hitting sixth at first base. Second baseman Lane Barmore, or Barmore, I should say, is hitting seventh. He's uh, off to a good offensive start, hitting for average as well. Not a lot of power from Barmore, but he can get on base. Kyle Jacobson is batting eighth in right field, and he is followed by the left fielder Dylan Hardy, who bats ninth. Six-foot-five, 215-pound right-hander Austin Shea from Cumming, Georgia, is on the mound for the Slammers here this evening in the opener of the series. Meanwhile, for Gateway, under the aforementioned Cameron Roth in his first season with the Grizzlies, his lineup is hitting 254. That mark ranks seventh in the league, 13 home runs as well, tied with Juliet for eighth on the 14-team circuit. His leadoff man is Abdiel Diaz, the shortstop switch hitter, who has cooled a little bit since his hot last homestand a couple of weeks ago, but still hitting 292. Jay Prather, bat second and plays second. He's followed by Dustin Woodcock, the second-year Grizzly getting a promotion to bat third in center field. The cleanup man is the ever-present Chase Valo. He will do the catching. Left fielder Axel Johnson bats fifth. Number six batter is Jose Rosario at third base. Justin Jones, who's been asked to move over to first base after the injury to Connor Owings that has kept him out since the last homestand, is at first base again, hitting seventh. Dylan Jones, the newly acquired third Jones for the Grizzlies, all of whom are position players. bats eighth in right field. This will be his second gateway ball game and his first in Soge. Nick Rotola is the DH batting ninth. He has been off to a powerful start, but the average is dipping a bit, and Nick hoping to solve some strikeout issues at the plate. Carlos Vega, the 6'2", 215-pound right-hander from Silver City, New Mexico, on the mound for the Grizzlies here this evening in the opener of the three-game set. Mention the Jones, Jones, and Jones. This will be the first time we're dealing with that in a home game so far this year. Justin Jones, Dylan Jones, and Eric Jones, the latter of whom have hit back-to-back. Justin and Eric, I should say, have hit back-to-back a couple of times already this year. Justin and Dylan will be hitting back-to-back today. And Brandon and I were talking about it when Lake Erie came to visit here that maybe Dylan would consider joining the club to give the Grizzlies three Jones. And evidently, uh, he decided that sounded good to him too. And so uh, he is here and in the lineup for the Grizzlies for the first time in a home game. Once again for Joliet, it's DePreda Johnson at short, Jones Jr. in center, Ware at third, Ryan Flesch the catcher, Pereira the D.H., Dvorak at first, Barmore at second, Jacobson in right, and Hardy in left with Shea, the right-hander on the mound. For Gateway, Diaz the shortstop, Prather at second, Woodcock in center, Valo the catcher, Johnson in left, Rosario at third, Jones at first, Jones in right, Rotola to the DH, and Vega, the right-hander, is on the mound. Tonight's lineups, as always, brought to you by Commerce Bank. Challenge accepted. So an important series between two teams at the bottom of their respective divisions in the Midwestern Conference. Joliet at 7 and 12, losers of five straight. Gateway at 7 and 13, losers of three straight. Doing battle here tonight in Sojé on a very hot evening, what will be the first of three very hot ball games? this weekend with temperatures having reached 100 and expected to stay at least as a high in the upper 90s all weekend long in the St. Louis area. So we'll see if that uh, heat loosens things up and gets us some compelling baseball happening this weekend, starting in uh, just a few minutes with first pitch coming up after the National Anthem on the other side of the break. You've been listening to the Budweiser pregame show to the friends you can always count on. Bud Light, famous among friends. Back with the first pitch of tonight's ballgame after this. Stay with us on the Grizzlies Media Network.
9: My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's very important for me to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better
2: after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out.
10: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
12: This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her Mom. Your hero needs you now, and
13: AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
14: We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
15: It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
16: Died by Diaz. He spears it off the hop and throws him out. Horseman Chandra's Chandra is absolutely clobbered. High and deep to left. It could go gone.
0: Gateway
1: Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Almost first pitch time at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay between the Grizzlies and the Joliet Slammers. They gather Brandon Ross, back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. That is all for the Budweiser pregame show. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Buds for you. Once again, the starting lineup for the visiting Slammers do up in the top of the first inning. Tyler DePretta-Johnson, Alonzo Jones Jr., and Briley Ware. They'll be followed by Jarrett Reinflesch, Brian Pereira, Jackson Dvorak, Lane Bearmore, Kyle Jacobson, and Dylan Hardy. Under Aaron Nikula, the manager for Joliet. Meanwhile, Gateway defensively will have Axel Johnson in left, Dustin Woodcock in center, and Dylan Jones in right. Third to first on the infield, Jose Rosario, Abdiel Diaz, Jay Prather, and Justin Jones with Chase Volo catching for the right-hander Vega. Tonight's starting lineups once again brought to you by Commerce Bank. Challenge accepted. Vega the six foot two 215 pound right hander from Silver City New Mexico is making his fifth appearance his fourth start of the year for the Grizzlies he is one and one with a five point five two earned run average over 14 and two thirds innings he struck out 17 and walked only four the league is hitting 288 against him and he's coming off a very nice outing at Windy City on the 13th of June he'll work from the windup against the righty batter Tyler to Johnson from the center of the rubber. Vega Wines and the pitch. Depreta Johnson takes high ball one and we're underway at 648 locally in SoJean. Where it has been hot all day long. It's going to be hot all weekend long. 95 degrees at first pitch. Johnson takes a fastball for a strike. It's 1 and 1. Johnson hitting 228 to Johnson I should say no homers and seven RBI's. Vega delivers swinging a foul back and it's one ball two strikes. Vega in his last outing got the win for the Grizzlies two to one. That was last Sunday. Allowed only one Thunderbolts run on three hits over five innings. He struck out six and walked just one. One and two delivery. Depretta Johnson takes a slider that drops into the belt, strike three call. Backwards K for Carlos Vega to start the top of the first inning. All Grizzly strikeouts are brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. Know what's below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. So now it's the Slammer Center fielder, Alonzo Jones Jr. Only the fifth game with Juliet so far this year for Juliet, or for uh, Alonzo I should say. The pitch is taken up and away for a ball. He's hitting 429. Does not yet have a home run or an RBI. Slammers in the road. Grays, orange Juliet in capital letters across the chest, green numbers fronted back, and green socks. Jones has his pulled up high and takes a change up high and outside. Two balls and no strike. That first pitch weather report was brought to you by Serve Pro. If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at Serve Pro, faster to any size disaster. Vega, the windup and the pitch. Jones fouls it off, left side out of play. Two balls, one strike the count, nobody on and one man out. Just underway in the top of the first inning. Two and one delivery. Jones fouls it straight back to the top of the screen and it's two balls and two strikes. He has struck out four times so far in four games with the Slammers. He has walked once. Infield plays him slightly to pull. Outfield pretty much straight away. Wind is blowing in pretty hard from right field at the moment. Vega's two and two offering. Swing at a fly ball, lifted into short right field. Second baseman Prather is back into his left. In the end, only a few feet beyond the edge of the infield that makes the catch toward the foul line. So a strikeout and a pop-up. Vega off to a good start, and now he will face the number three hitter for the Slammers, Briley Ware. Who brings in a 309 average? He has homered three times, driven in 13 already. And maybe most impressively, he struck out five times. He's walked 14 times. His on base percentage is 440. Right-hander to right-hander, Vega delivers, and Ware swings and misses at a breaking ball for strike one. But Ware is one of uh, a bevy of front this year. In fact, Harrison De Nicola of Florence leads the league at 427. Vega's one strike delivery on the way. Ware nubs it off the end of his bat, spinning foul off the first base side. No balls, two strikes, with two outs of the bases empty. Only three players hit over 300 in the Frontier League in 2019. More than 30 are hitting over 300 so far this year. Ware chokes way up with two strikes. The pitch is a fastball that he fists into short center field. Woodcock wanders in and to his left he is there to make the catch. And it's a smooth 1-2-3 inning for Vega. Strike out and a couple of soft pop-ups into the shallow outfield to put a zero on the scoreboard. We head to the bottom of the first, had Nothing and Gateway coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network.
7: It presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, A Teenager, Learning the Lingo.
17: Jelly, jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case.
7: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, US Kids, and the Ad Council.
9: My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's very important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better
2: after my son told me, Mom we will figure it out.
10: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
1: Joliet went 1-2-3 in the top of the first inning, so the Grizzlies come to bat in a nothing-nothing ball game in the home first with Abdiel Diaz, Jay Prather, and Dustin Woodcock slated to bat at the first, followed by Chase Valo, Axel Johnson, Jose Rosario, Justin Jones, Dylan Jones, and Nick Rotola. They'll be facing the 6'5", 215-pound right-hander Austin Shea from Cumming, Georgia. He is one and two so far this year with a 6.62 earned run average over his four Slammers appearances, all of which have been starts. 17 and 2 thirds innings, he has struck out 16, walked 11. The league is hitting 279 against him. But really, his numbers are worsened by one rough outing against Windy City. His first uh, go of the year back on May the 30th when he allowed five runs all earned over an inning and a third. Since then, he has pitched twice against Schaumburg and once against Lake Erie, and he's gone at least five and a third innings in each of those three starts without allowing more than three runs in any of them and with more strikeouts than walks in all of them. So it's not as though he has been perfect the last few outings, but his last three starts have been very solid. He deals to Diaz, who takes a belt-high fastball for a strike. Abdiel batting left handed against the righty Shea one of five left handed batters if you count Diaz one strike pitch is taken low one and one in this uh, Grizzlies starting lineup tonight including the first three batters switch hitter Diaz and then a pair of lefties in Prather and Woodcock one one pitch from Shea Diaz takes a fastball that tails up and outside two balls and one strike on Abdiel two ninety two average no homers six batted in third baseman Ware plays him a couple of steps in the pitch Diaz takes strike two called over the outside edge Shea works from the first base out of the rubber only out of the stretch ready at the letters and the two and two delivery Diaz takes very high and outside looked like maybe a changeup that slipped out of Shea's hand very early so it's full on Diaz three balls and two strikes nobody on nobody out no score to start the home first the payoff pitch Diaz swings and grounds one through the left side a clean base hit for Abdel Diaz who has really enjoyed hitting a GCS credit union ballpark so far this year and maybe that will continue in this brief three game series which will encompass the entirety of the homestand. So here is Jay Prather. Diaz at first, by the way, has four steals on five tries so far. Shea is ready and pitches. Prather takes a fastball at the knees for a strike. Another left-handed batter at 273, a pair of home runs, five RBIs. Has the navy socks pulled up around his knees. White pants, navy belts, and the powder blue alternate jerseys for Gateway. The pitch. Prather takes high for a ball. The Slammers on defense have Hardy in left, Jones in center, Jacobson in right, Ware at third, Depreta Johnson at short, Bearmore at second, and Dvorak at first with Ryan Flesch catching for Shea. His one and one delivery is taken in side ball two. Mike Weinstein is our home plate umpire this evening, or he was slated to be. That doesn't look like Mike to me. That looks like John Hastings is behind the plate with Mike Weinstein at third, which is not what uh, was listed by the league. Two and one pitch is slapped towards short on a line, caught by the predator Johnson, who throws back to first and doubles off Diaz. Sloppy base running by Abdel Diaz, who took at least two, maybe three steps towards second base on contact. Hard hit ball by Prather, but rather than a single, which would have been a perfectly fair result, it's a well-turned double play by the Slammers. And there are two down for Dustin Woodcock. So with that in mind, I believe it's John Hastings behind the plate, Mike Weinstein at third, and Trevor Klosterman over at first. Two outs, double on. No score in the first. And the pitch is taken low for ball one by another left-handed batter, Woodcock. 2.08 average, does not yet have a homer. He has driven in five. Say the stretch and the 1-0 delivery. Woodcock grounds it up first and foul. Not a bad crowd for such a hot evening. The pitch Woodcock takes a good slider. It's one and two. Expecting a crowd somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand this evening. One two pitch Woodcock has to lean out of the way of a fastball that buzzed by his thighs. It's two and two, two out, nobody on. Gateway has the game's only base runner thus far. There is no score. That Diaz single, by the way, was the first Grizzlies hit brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. The pitch, Woodcock takes a backdoor slider just outside. John Hastings looked like he had a momentary flinch, but he looked to his left to indicate it was off the plate. Just by a little bit went around the outside and based on how he just leaned down, I think he might've exchanged A friendly word or two with Jarrett Ryanflesh behind the plate. Another 3-2 count in this inning, the second already, and Shea delivers a fastball that slapped foul off the left side and out of play. So the Grizzlies are working counts a little bit at least. This will be a seventh pitch to Woodcock. Diaz saw six before his single to lead off the inning. Shea ready, and here it is. Woodcock takes a slider that totally slipped out of his hand and went sailing so far wide of Ryan Flesh that it went all the way to the backstop on a hop. Tried to go back, one would assume to that backdoor slider. But it got away from Shay, and you do wonder about that a little bit on such a hot evening. Easy to have a little bit of slip in the hands it's a walk for Woodcock the third he has received so far this year and he's at first base with two down one steal so far for Dustin on his only try here's the powerful righty batter chase Valo who takes a fastball off the outside for a ball gateway and Joliet scoreless in the bottom of the first inning opener of a three game series in this Friday night Shea pitches and Valo waves and misses at a belt tie heater. One ball, one strike. Dvorak holds Woodcock on at first. Big hole on the right side of the infield as a result, with the rest of the infielders playing Valo's slightly to pull. He takes a fastball high, 2 and 1. This is essentially the first professional season for Shea. He did pitch uh, last year in one of the sort of pop-up Independent Circuits, the City of Champions Cup up in Chicago. Vallo swings and lifts a fly ball to medium deep center. Jones took a couple of steps back, now saunters in with the wind knocking it down and makes the catch on the jog to retire the side. No runs, one hit, one left. Second inning is next. Nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies media network.
14: Outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
15: It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
6: Man. I love my kids so much, I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot
15: out of her stuffed nose at 3am. You win.
18: Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: Carlos Vega back to the mound for the Grizzlies as we head to the top of the second inning after he put up a zero with a clean first, a strikeout, a pop-up, and a flyout induced by the right-hander, and he finishes up his warm-up tosses before staring down four, five, and six in the slammer's order. Jared Reinflesch, Brian Pereira, and Jackson Dvorak at the top of the second. Gateway and Joliet have no score in the first of the three-game series this weekend. Tomorrow night we'll be on the air again at 6.30 central time for the Budweiser pregame show, a 6.45 first pitch. Hope you'll join us Uh, if you can't make it out to the ballpark. Tickets available tomorrow and Sunday at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling 618-337-3000. And, of course, this weekend is your only chance to see the Grizzlies until uh, just about the end of the month when Gateway will be back home for a seven-game homestand culminating in the 4th of July. Righty to righty, the pitch to Reinflesch is taken for a strike of the outside. Ryan Flesch in his slammers debut hits from a wide open stance, rather upright on the right side. Vega throws, and Ryan Flesch takes strike two, a fastball over the inner half. Ryan Flesh, a former ninth round pick of Miami in 2016 out of Ball State now uh, almost 26 years old and will have his birthday in September. Vega's two strike pitch. Brian Flesh swings and misses at high heat and strikes out. So his first frontier league at bat ends in three pitches. And there's one away in the top of the second inning. Or Brian Pereira the left hand batting D.H. If you're not able to make it out this weekend or just not wanting to brave the heat, you should definitely look ahead at tickets for that next Grizzlies homestand starting at the end of June. Gateway plays, Pereira to pull, righty to lefty, Vega deals, a fastball that's ripped off the right side but curling foul and smacks into the retaining wall just before the Joliet bullpen down the right field line. Pereira has a 208 average, three home runs, and 11 batted in. The shortstop, Diaz, is just about behind second base. The pitch, Pereira nubs one off the end of the bat, back toward the third base side of the mound. Vega springs off the mound to grab it and throws to first, where Jones was perhaps a little lackadaisical in how much of his body was still in the running lane, with Pereira closing down on him. But he's able to make the catch for the out and then evade Pereira. In the last step or two before the bag. A couple more quick outs for Vega, who has punched out two and retired the first five Slammers to bat. So here is Jackson Dvorak, who is in his second Slammers game in his debut. He went two out of five with a couple of runs batted in and another scored. Right hander to right hander. Vega kicks and delivers. Dvorak fouls it back. So after this series, the Grizzlies will have six more on the road, starting with a Wednesday doubleheader against Southern Illinois. Gateway will have both Monday and Tuesday off. The Miners and the Florence Yalls coming up on this next trip. One strike delivery. Dvorak ticks it foul to the base of the screen. And then Gateway will be back home for a rare Monday game, usually a Frontier League-wide off day. That's the 28th of June when the Grizzlies will host the Southern Illinois Miners. First of seven straight that week, June 28th through the 4th of July, which falls on a Sunday evening this year. Two-strike pitch. Dvorak takes up and away for a ball. No score here. Two outs of the bases clear. One ball and two strikes on Dvorak. And if you haven't seen fireworks at GCS Credit Union Ballpark, they are well worth it be fireworks on Friday Saturday and Sunday of that homestand July 2nd 3rd and 4th 1-2 pitch Dvorak checks his swing on a slider down at outside Vado wants the appeal down to first and Trevor Klosterman says he did not go Lane Barrymore is on deck for the Slammers should the inning continue Vega has looked confident so far this first time through the slammer's order. And here's his two and two offering now to Dvorak. Swing and a miss, a fastball off the outside. Dvorak chased it. Couple more Ks brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system for Vega in that second inning. He has retired all six, punched out three. We head to the bottom of the second. Still no score
19: on the Grizzlies media network. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzz warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits.
20: I start with one shot to have a good time.
19: One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
21: Three, two, one.
1: Oh, no. Which button am I... Uh...
21: When every second counts, you can't wing it.
1: Guys, a little help up here.
21: In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year, so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen.
1: way nothing and joliet nothing as we move to the last half of the second inning Nate Ganner, brandon ross back with you on the grizzlies media network gcs credit union will make your kids into rock star savers just five dollars opens a savings account and all gcs youth clubs are free visit mygcscu.com that's mygcscu.com for details right hander austin shea back to work for the slammers in the last of the second with Axel Johnson Jose Rosario and Justin Jones the five six and seven hitters scheduled for gateway right hander against left hander Shea delivers to Johnson who checks his swing and takes a fastball just off the outside for ball one Johnson hitting 224 he has homered twice and knocked home 10 Shay out of the stretch 1 0 delivery Johnson checks his swing again and takes just outside. It has not been an especially liberal outside corner to left-handed batters so far from John Hastings, who is already getting a comment or two, it looks like, from the top step of the Slammers' dugout. 2-0 pitch. Johnson swings and drives one high down the right field line, not especially deep. This is going to be challenging for Jacobson, crossing it a foul ground. Instead, it's the first baseman, Dvorak, to make the -the over-the-shoulder catch in the bullpen. It is a windy evening in Sojay, and that is a difficult play even without wind on a ball that high. Dvorak was way back into foul ground all the way to the slammer's bullpen. Impressive catch by the Joliet first baseman, and there's one away. Nobody on bottom of the second and it's nothing nothing with Jose Rosario now the batter right hater against right hater Shea stretches and throws Rosario swings and slices a line drive down the right side but over the Joliet bullpen and out of play Jose actually got quite a lot of that in the end he carried uh, not only over the bullpen bench but then over the eight maybe ten rows of seats there and landed on the concourse that would have been Maybe only 10 or 15 feet short of the fence had it been a little straighter. Of course, it's only 301 down the right field line here at Sojay. The pitch slider, swing and a miss by Rosario, and a good one from Shea. Took a dive down and outside. No balls and two strikes. Rosario hitting 260. Two homers, six batted in. And he takes the slider this time, well down and outside. Just to tie a bow on that discussion from the top of this inning about the uh, Grizzlies' next homestand, June 28th through the 4th of July. Seven games and culminating in that July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th series against Evansville over the weekend. 1-2 pitch. Rosario takes a slider again well outside. Fireworks for all of those games, and you can get your tickets at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling the box office at 618-337-337. 3,000, those games are always a lot of fun. Right up there with the greatest night in baseball as consistently among the most popular nights of the season. Two and two pitch. Rosario chops it to second off the second hop. It's gloved head high by Bearmore, and he throws out Rosario, two men away. So don't wait. Get your tickets now, because uh, the pickings are sometimes slim as we get closer. You can also get tickets just to come and uh, Park your car in the parking lot, particularly for that Sunday evening, 4th of July fireworks show. And uh, observe that, the Grizzlies always have great fireworks shows. Here's the ready batter, Justin Jones. Shea ready and pitches. Jones takes a fastball down and outside for a ball. Justin hitting 261, he has heated up since uh, an early season slum does not yet have a home run he's driven in 8 1-0 pitch Jones fouls it back over the screen one ball and one strike nobody on and two men retired in the bottom of the second inning Gateway and Joliet have no score the Slammers have not yet had a base runner the Grizzlies have had two Both in the first inning, an Abdiel Diaz single and then a two-out walk by Woodcock after Diaz was cut down on a line drive double play. Jones takes a slider outside, ball two. Big hole up the middle for Justin. The shortstop to Preda Johnson plays him a step or two to the right toward third base. And Jones swings and drives a fly ball into deep center field. Jones goes back, still going to the track, and makes the catch just with his heels getting to the warning track in dead center. So Justin Jones flies out to Alonzo Jones Jr. One of or two of the three Joneses in the starting lineups tonight and of four Joneses available to these two managers with Eric Jones on the bench for Gateway. One, two, three inning for the Grizzlies. We head to the third, still Gateway nothing and Joliet nothing on the Grizzlies media network. Sweet strawberry
22: icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings. And bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
2: 180 over 111. And I had a stroke. I can speak
3: or walk. 150 over 90. And I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to LowerYourHBP.org. Head to toe, Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
19: Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school. But I still can't afford to put food on our table.
3: Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals.
2: Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
1: Gateway and Joliet quiet so far. Nothing, nothing after two innings. Nate Gatter, Brandon Ross, back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network as we head at the top of the third. The visiting Slammers are still looking for their first base runner with Lane Fairmore, Kyle Jacobson, and Dylan Hardy scheduled a bat against gateway right header Carlos Vega, who has punched out three and has essentially only allowed the ball to leave the infield once. If you don't count the pop up a couple of steps into right field, that second baseman Jay Prather caught back in the first inning. Right hander to right hander, here's the pitch. And Bearmore takes high for a ball. He's hitting 299. No home runs, just a couple of doubles, so not a ton of power so far this year for the Slammers' second baseman. He has driven in nine runs. Vegas 1 0 offering. Bearmore checks his swing and takes low. Two balls and no strikes. He'll be followed by Jacobson and Hardy. 7 8 and 9 for the Slammers. You see this from time to time in these really hot games that sometimes hitters are a little bit less locked in than pitchers. 2-0 delivery. Bearmore pops it up into short right. Second baseman Prather wanders back into his left. Still moving a bit, but makes the catch. So that is now all seven retired by Vega. And six of those seven have been put out by an infielder. Two of them maybe not technically on the infield, but close enough. If it could go as an infield fly that seems like it's still on the infield. Here's Kyle Jacobson right hand batting right fielder. He's hitting 161 pair of home runs and five RBI's Vega winds from the center of the rubber and lets fly Jacobson takes a fastball for a strike over the inside of the belt. One out nobody on no score in the top of the third and a one strike delivery taken for strike two you see it a lot in those day games on uh, Wednesdays or Thursdays in Major League Baseball when you have the getaway days that game will start one o'clock something like that for some teams like the Chicago Cubs play a lot of day games 2 strike pitch is a slider that bounces in front of the plate for a ball. Cubs commonly start those 120 Central Time games on Fridays. But I've always thought that those do sort of favor pitchers in that everyday players are just that, guys who play every day. And it's easier to say, you know, I'm really not feeling very good today. I'm going to kind of mail it in just a little bit. One two pitch. Jacobson takes low, two balls and two strikes. Meanwhile, as a starting pitcher, obviously nobody likes to be out there especially in the middle of the day when it's bright and sunny, 95-plus degrees. That's not generally the most enjoyable baseball-playing environment. Two-and-two delivery. Swing and a miss by Bearmore. The ball squirts away from Valo. He's in foul territory on the first base side, but easily throws down to Jones to complete the strikeout. The fourth for Vega this evening, brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Play it safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 8 1 1. It's smart, it's free, it's the law. Here's the number nine batter, Dylan Hardy. Right hander against right hander. Vega from the windup brings home the first one. And Hardy takes a fastball off the plate outside for a ball. Two down, nobody on. No score in the top of the third. Hardy hitting 237 without a home run, two RBIs. 1-0 offering, Hardy takes low ball two. But you'd think that with starting pitchers, even if the conditions aren't ideal, when you only get to play one out of every five games, it's easier to fight through that sort of thing. And also it's more important to, from a personal statistical standpoint, now that that's the defining characteristic, 2-0 2-0 pitch. swinging a slash line drive down the left field line. It drops in a fair ball and bounces into the corner. Hardy rounds first and pulls into second with a stand-up two-out double. His third two-bagger of the season and the first base runner for the Slammers tonight. So here is Tyler Depreda-Johnson. And he's getting the, this girl is on fire walk-up song, which is not an uncommon one in the visiting player walk-up repertoire for any minor league baseball team. And obviously there's the joke of just uh, referring to him as a girl, I suppose. But I've always thought that you could you could do a lot worse for a walk-up song than pretty much anything by Alicia Keys. Righty to righty. Vega the pitch. The Preda Johnson swings and misses at a slider down and away. I mean, if I had to pick between Alicia Keys or like I'm a little teapot, that's a pretty easy call I feel like you know it could it could be much much worse Hardy at second two down gateway and Joliet have no score in the visitors third inning nothing and one on to Preda Johnson who struck out looking his first time Vega ready and he throws the Johnson takes a curve that stayed up and in one ball and one strike So all of a sudden, even after Vega had not allowed a base runner to the first eight minute he faced, all going down with four strikeouts, he's under the gun a little bit. one and one pitch. Depreda Johnson takes a fastball high and wide. Two balls, one strike. He has the top of the slammer's order here. And the potential first run of the ball game is out at second base. With two down, he'll get a very good jump on anything. And a base hit to the outfield would probably score him. Now the pitch swinging a soft fly ball in his shallow right center Woodcock in and to his left makes the call and the catch and the inning is over. So Vega allows a base runner for the first time on a two out Dylan Hardy double but he bears down to get the fly out from Depreda Johnson and we head to the bottom of the third still scoreless on the Grizzlies media network.
5: In the wake of
6: a disaster what one thing can you send that will help people the most a blanket a tent a sandbag a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of a hurricane,
15: your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit supporthurricanerelief.org. That's supporthurricanerelief.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
4: Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. (coughs) When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. (laughs) They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Hey Kevin, thinking about retirement?
5: I've thought about it, but it's too late for me to save.
4: With Abo, a retirement coach, it's never too late.
5: Where can I learn more? Visit
4: AceYourRetirement.org today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council.
23: Hey, this is Ty Moore. Moore ropes it towards right over the head of a leaping Betancourt Basin. RBI single for Ty Moore
16: you're listening to Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Joliet mustered a base runner in the top of the third on a two-out double by Dylan Hardy, the first for the Slammers, but still it's a nothing-nothing ball game as we head to the bottom of the third inning. Both teams now have one hit. The Slammers got the first man into scoring position on that double by Hardy, but could not score him after the flyout by Tyler Depreda-Johnson. And now the Grizzlies come back up in the bottom of the third with 8-9-1 of their order. Dylan Jones, Nick Rotola, and Abdiel Diaz schedule the bat against Slammer's right-hander Austin Shea, who has allowed two base runners, but nobody has reached scoring position. Right-hander to left-hander. Here it is. Jones takes a strike of the inside. Abdiel Diaz led off the bottom of the first with a single. Dustin Woodcock had a two-out walk later in that inning after Diaz was doubled off of first on a line drive of the infield. Jones fouls went back 0-2. But that's it. Four in a row retired by Shea. He has not struck a batter out yet. But he is matching Vega 0-0, zero for zero, at least in the early going. The pitch. Jones takes very far outside. One ball and two strikes. Jones in his second Grizzlies game, his first in SoJo. The pitch. He takes a fastball wide, 2 and 2. Out of Flagler College in Florida, 26 years old as of April. Spent a couple of years with Schaumburg, 2018 and 19. The pitch. Swinging a foul back. And then 9 games with Lake Erie early on this year but did not hit well, he was one for 22 as a crusher, although his only hit with Lake Erie came in this ballpark. Two balls, two strikes, still the count. Shea ready and the pitch taken just off the inside. So Jones has worked a good at bat, three balls and two strikes. Nobody on and nobody out to start the bottom of the third in a scoreless series opener on this Friday night in Sojé. Shea's payoff pitch on the way. Jones takes down and outside. So he fell behind, no balls and two strikes. Comes back to work the leadoff walk. That is the second Shea has issued so far tonight. And the third walk that Jones has been issued so far this season, counting his time with Lake Erie. Here's the powerful number nine batter, Nick Rotola. Ratola brings in a 226 average. He has three home runs and a half dozen RBIs. Right hander to right hander. The first pitch is a fastball well off the outside for a ball. Ratola got off to a very hot start as a Grizzly, but he has only one hit now in his last five games, which encompass 18 at bats. The pitch. Ritola takes outside, snap throw behind the rudder Jones at first, but he's back safely. Jones swiped two bases with Lake Erie on two tries, which might not sound all that impressive in nine games, but keep in mind he only had one hit and two walks in that span, so he wasn't getting on base very often. So he was an active base runner in the times he was aboard. Dvorak holds him at first. The 2-0 pitch is way outside and goes to the backstop the second time already tonight that Shea has missed Reinflusch behind the plate by so much as to not even give him a chance. He's just playing fetch with the baseball. Jones moves up to second on the wild pitch. And the Grizzlies have a man in scoring position for the first time with nobody out in the bottom of the third. And they count three balls and no strikes on Nick Ritola. who is not somebody I'd want to fall behind all that often. He is prone to the strikeout, but a very powerful hitter. Real pitch taken down central for a strike. Top of the order Abdiel Diaz is on deck and Shea is a ball away from walking the eight and nine hitters on to start the inning. There is already action now in the slammer's bullpen with a right hander up and starting to loosen. Three balls and a strike here it comes. we takes up and away ball four. So Nick has issued his third walk of the year and the third tonight handed out by Shea. Two Grizzlies on with nobody out in a scoreless game, last of the third. And it's the top of the order now, come to the plate in the form of Abdiel Diaz. Gonna be a mound visit first for Shea. Coming from Wes Anderson, the Slammers pitching coach. On our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, Uh, Some scores of consequence to both of these teams. Windy City leads 2-0 over Evansville in the third. Grizzlies like to hear that. The slammer's not so much. 1-0 Schaumburg in the fourth at home over Southern Illinois. And Florence up at home 6-1 over to keep Quebec in the fourth. Lake Erie trails on the road to Washington 3-0 in the fourth inning. Brad Van Astlin is the Slammer's righty reliever throwing in their bullpen. Two on, nobody out. And here is Aviel Diaz batting from the left side. Shea delivers. Diaz shows butt, pulls it back, and takes a strike on the outside. So Gateway, it looks like, is considering sacrifice. There would also be the possibility of Diaz pulling the bat back and slashing because there's a big hole on the left side of the infield, especially with a third baseman Ware playing in and charging at a bunt. The shortstop to Preda Johnson is near the bag, bouncing in behind the runner Dylan Jones at second base. First baseman Dvorak is also well in at first. One strike pitch to Diaz on the way he shows but he drops it on the third base side it's fielded cleanly by aware. his throw to first beats Diaz by a step and a half so the sacrifice is successful it goes five to three the runners move up to second and third and there's one out for Jay Prather scoreless game in the last of the third and Gateway has the chance to strike first. And obviously things can change quickly, especially in this ballpark. But with Carlos Vega pitching the way he has these first three innings, allowing just one base runner and striking out four, you'd think that if Gateway could push both of these runners across in this inning, that would be a pretty considerable advantage in the early going. Dylan Jones at third, Nick Rotola at second. Good speed on the bases for Gateway. And the lefty batter, Jay Prather, settles into his open stance. Shea stretches and throws. there takes a curveball that goes way outside of the backstop. Here comes Jones. He slides head first and he saved. Another wild pitch by Shay. that goes to the backstop on the fly. That is the third with which he has so completely missed Ryan Flesh that the catcher had no chance to get even anything on it, let alone keep it in front. And it's a 1-0 gateway lead. No hits yet in the inning. Jones walked, moved to second on a wild pitch, to third on a sacrifice, and scored on a wild pitch. Infield in now. And the 1-0 pitch. Prether takes inside ball two, so Rotola is now the only gateway base runner at third base, and the difference between second and third looks like it's extraordinarily important with the way Shea is missing, particularly with some of these breaking balls. 2 and 0 delivery to Prather is on the way Jay takes just low barely missed three balls no strikes Prather is 0 for 1 but he hit the ball very hard a low line drive to the shortstop to Prada Johnson his first time that was caught knee high and then used to double off Diaz from first the pitch Prather Checked his swing, takes a strike at the belt. I think that might have been a timing mechanism more than anything. You'd think that especially with as wild as Shea has been in this inning, that Prather would not have had the green light in that situation. 1-0 gateway in the third. told at third base, 3-1 pitch. Prather swings in front of a good changeup, and it's full. Three balls and two strikes. Dustin Woodcock is on deck. Prather waits, and time is called either by Prather or Reinflesch at the plate. Infield is in all the way around for Joliet. The outfield is rather shallow as well, especially Jones in center. Shea is ready, and his payoff pitch to Prather, here it is. Shea swings at a changeup and topped it off of home plate, and then it bounced back up and brushed him in the left shoulder. A foul ball. But Gateway would have a chance, either on another wild pitch or sacrifice fly, what have you, to push a second cross, a uh, second run across. Still having only one hit, payoff pitch again. pray their fouls back. What I think was a high fastball. It was up around his letters or even his shoulders. Could have been another changeup that just slipped out and was a little bit higher than intended. I've always thought, especially for a starting pitcher, that is maybe the worst thing to see. Payoff pitch, Prather takes high and outside, ball four. That is the fourth Shea walk of the night. Three of them in this inning and we'll see if he even lasts long enough to face Dustin Woodcock. Doesn't look like he will. Grizzlies on the corners, one out, a one nothing lead. After a wild pitch brought home Dylan Jones earlier in this inning and that is indeed all for Austin Shea. Two on, one out, Woodcock coming up, one nothing gateway in the third. We'll step aside and introduce you to Brad Van Aslan, the new Joliet Pitcher when we return on the Grizzlies Media Network.
4: Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt Pure Love at TheShelterPetProject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States,
2: and Maddie's Swan. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I can speak or walk.
3: 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to LowerYourHBP.org. I had to tell. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
4: Hey, Kevin. Thinking about retirement?
5: I've thought about it, but it's too late for me to save.
4: With Avo, a retirement coach, it's never too late.
5: Where can I learn more?
4: Visit Visit AceYourRetirement.org today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council.
6: Wake up and text
5: as a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
1: Gateway one, Joliet nothing. Grizzlies on the corners, one out of the bottom of the third. Austin Shea is finished. And the new 6'4", 225-pound pound right-hander Brad Van Astlin is in the ballgame to face the Grizzlies number three hitter, lefty batting Justin Woodcock, who walked his first time against Shea. Van Astlin out of the stretch, delivers. Jay Prather breaks from first, pitches a called strike, throw to second is high, but in time and the tag gets Prather. So, Gateway put the steal on on the first pitch. And Jared Reinflesh throws out the first runner who tries to steal against him in the Frontier League. Prather is caught for the second time on three tries this year. And there are now two outs. That is a big play because, with Nick Rotola now the only base runner at third, he can no longer score on an out. The pitch to Woodcock is taken at the belt for strike two. So things have turned very quickly against Gateway. Austin Shea worked two and a third innings. He has allowed for the moment one run earned on one hit. No strikeouts and four walks. The pitch. Woodcock takes a bouncer smothered by Ryan Flesch. And it's one and two. So those walks were problematic for Shea. It would have looked at the time of this pitching change to bring in the rookie right-hander Van Aslan that he would have been on the hook for A couple more runs most likely. He still is responsible for Rotola at third, but it's a much better situation all of a sudden for Joliet. One-two pitch. Woodcock takes down and in. Two balls, two strikes. This is only game number 20 for the Slammers. Van Asslett is appearing already for the ninth time out of their bullpen. He is one and one with a 4.35 earned run average. 10 and a third innings he struck out eight walked eight but the league is hitting just a buck 89 against him. Two and two delivery. Woodcock takes a fastball below the knees ball three. Van Aslan is also pitching for the third time in the last four days he threw against Quebec on Tuesday and Thursday. Couple of losing efforts at home for the slammers. Out of the stretch slightly on the first base out of the rubber that third, two down, one nothing. gateway in the third, and the payoff. Woodcock takes a high breaking ball for strike three call. John Hastings didn't hesitate. He rings up Woodcock looking. Van Aslan strikes out the only man he faces in route to getting two outs. So an efficient relief outing, as efficient as they come after the caught stealing. The Grizzlies score one run on no hits, and a man left on base. We go to the fourth inning. Brandon Ross will have it for you. It's gateway one and Joliette nothing on the Grizzlies media network. Wake up and text.
6: Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever.
7: Hi. Oh, hey.
6: Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
5: Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said,
8: Only you can prevent wildfires.
5: But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to smokybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
16: Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of. Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coal willy really Millie. Guess what was wrong? We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
23: Top of the fourth we go at GCS Grant Union Ballpark. Grizzlies now in front, 1-0. After scoring a run despite not getting a hit in the bottom of the third. Dylan Jones let off the inning with a walk and following a sacrifice and two wild pitches. He comes home to plate so far, the only run of the ball game. Fourth trip up to the plate for Juliet tonight. Second time around in the order, 2-3-4, 2 up Alonzo Jones Jr., Riley Ware, and Jarrett Ryan Flesch are the 3-2 up to face Carlos Vega. He has had a rock solid first three innings. Four strikeouts, no walks, and only one hit. A double to Dylan Hardy back in the third, but he was stranded out there. So far the only base runner for Joliet. You're in the first game of this three-game set between these two squads. The first meeting at either location this season. Plenty more to come. With Grizzlies up one, nothing. It is the Slammers at the plate and Alonzo Jones Jr. stepping into the lefty box to face Vega. Riding in the full windup, kicks back and throws. First pitch fouled off home and then the back leg of Jones Jr. for strike one. Jones popped out to second his first trip up. up on a night that's still scorching scorching hot at GCS great Union ballpark the O1 sails up high for ball one it's currently 91 degrees in soje with humidity feels like 104 the one1 off speed nicks the outside corner and now Jones jr behind one two. As a Northeasterner, I'm not used to the intense humidity that surrounds this heat. And I tell people from home, it feels like you're walking through a sauna. One, two, swing and a foul tip at a ball, approaching the plate. I didn't see Jones Jr. get a piece of it, but home plate umpire could be Mike Weinstein, but we believe it to be John Hastings does. So one, two on Jones Jr. Vega lits the black glove face side, kicks and delivers. Swing and a miss. Laying on a fastball, strike three. Make that five strikeouts for Carlos Vega and one gone here in the fourth. Strikeout brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. Play it smart before you dig. Call 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. It's simple. It's free. It's the law. One gun at the top of the fourth. It's a 1-0 Grizzlies lead, and Riley Ware, the three-hitter, up in the righty box for Joliet. First pitch. Breaking ball on the outside corner. Just called a strike, and it's 0-1. You know, Vegas. Really solidifying his case as one of the top pitchers on this team. Oh one. one Jack swing at a ball low and away, but home plate umpire, we're gonna say John Hastings says he went around for strike two. Vega, had, after his second start, tossed an inning of relief, actually. Vega deals 0-2. Fastball, this is low and away for ball one. Not back to the pen, he said he wasn't surprised. He was having his control issues, but then those you know, last two starts, he's really pulled it together, particularly that outing at Windy City that Nate was mentioning not too long ago. 1-2 from Vega. Knocked the opposite way and well out of play. Rolls into the stance. One to the count, one out. Top of the fourth inning, it's one nothing Grizzlies. Slimers at the plate. Riley Ware in the righty box, one two. Fastball misses up and in. Mike Jenner almost caught him on the hands as he tried to go around. Jarrett Reinfleisch. Ryan Flesh, geez. Ryan Flesh is on deck, another righty. Vega on the heart of the rubber. Wind blowing to his back, the 2 2. Breaking ball lands in the dirt and fills up the count on Ware. He's worked it from all the way down from 0 2 to fill things up. John Hastings gets some new balls behind home plate. Lalo crouches, and Vega readies. Black glove in front of his face, right hand behind his belt. Lifts, joins, 3-2. Hit hard opposite way and out of play. So this at bat isn't over yet. After a rather swift strikeout of Alonzo Jones Jr., elongated at bat, now eight pitches. Number eight on the way, coming from Vega. Payoff home, hit hard towards third and short between Rosario and Diaz for a base hit. Rolls out to left, Johnson throws it to the cutoff man. And Riley Ware gets just the second hit of the ball game and the second base runner for Joliet. Riley Ware continuing his strong, strong start to this Frontier League season. He's on first with one out, one-nothing Grizzlies lead. He now represents the tying run. First pitch to Ryan Flesch, the righty, takes a breaking ball below the knees for ball one. First time up, Ryan Flesh was a strikeout victim. Comfortable lead for Wareoff first. From the stretch, Vega deals. 1-0 fisted back and out of play towards the parking lot to make it 1-1. Long look in from Vega. Gets the sign. First base side, he sets. Left leg, kick up and throw. 1 1 change up goes right down the middle of the zone for strike two. Five strikeouts already for Vega. Two hits and no walks. Gateway ahead, 1 0. Joliet with the rudder on first and one out. The pitch, one-two in the dirt. Follow slides left, keeps it off the chest. For Gateway, this is the only home stand in the span of almost three full weeks. 13 of 16, the current stretch being played on the road. Two-two, skied high. Left field line, Johnson runs it towards the chalk. He makes the catch about three feet towards the right and keeps Riley Ware on first base. Throws back in quickly. Ware has to retreat and there's two gone here in the top of the fourth inning. Kameroth quickly out to the bump. No sign of Jeff Manzo, so no sign that he's hurt. No sign of action in the bullpen either. So this is perhaps just a mental check. Make sure everything's still in line. Meeting's a short one. Vega steps off the back of the bump. Tugs at the top of his baby blue jersey, wipes off some sweat. Juggles the balls. He settles back onto the bump to face the lefty, Brian Pereira. Grounded out right back to him his first time up. He stands in with two gone, top of the fourth. 1 0 Grizzly lead, but a runner on first for Juliet. Righty to lefty, first pitch. Fastball outside, ball one. is a guy with a powerful bat, 1-0. Breaking ball inside. Three home runs coming in and 11 RBIs. Batting average barely above 200, won't intimidate you, but when that kind of power's there and there's runners on, you worry. 2-0, off speed, low and away, but tips the corner for strike one. Wind blowing heavy out to left. That'd be opposite field for Pereira. Short lead off first for Ware, two gone. Infield shifted right, the pitch. Fastball at the knees, down the middle, strike two. 2-2 count on Pereira. Trying to keep the inning alive and potentially even the score with an extra base hit. Vega leans for the sign. Gets it, sets the black glove at the chest. Bend at the knees 2 two. Swing and a miss, breaking ball, got him trying to check the swing, but Pereira easily went around. Make that six strikeouts, brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one call system. Simply dial 811 before you dig. It's simple, it's free, it's the law. No runs on one hit and one runner left on base. Briley Ware Jr. can't even go anywhere beyond first. We head to the home half of the fourth, still 1-0 Grizzlies on the Grizzlies Media Network. Kids
6: so much, I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of a stuffed nose at
15: 3 a.m.
18: You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsagovernor the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man. You your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihabprediabetes.org Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.
19: My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzz warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I
20: start with one shot to have a good time.
19: One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
23: Home half of the fourth inning at GCS Credit Union Ballpark, one to nothing. Grizzlies ahead of the Joliet Slammers. Game one of three set to take place at GCS Credit Union Ballpark this weekend. Part of the order coming up this inning for Gateway, Chase Valo, Axel Johnson, and Jose Rosario due up to face the righty Brad Van Astlin in for his second inning of work. First pitch home, Valo takes a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. This is the first full inning for Aslan, entered in the middle of the third after Austin Shea had already surrendered a run. Got a quick punch out to get out of the jam. 0-1, breaking ball outside. He got helped by Jay Prather at first base, trying to swipe second, getting gunned down. Got the second out and made the strikeout. The easy ending to that inning. 1-1 1-1 to Volo is on the way from Van Asselen. Crushed out to center field. Jones Jr. back at the track. Peels, stops, and makes the catch right on the edge of the track in front of the GCS Credit Union sign in dead center field. There's the first out of the inning. Valo put a lot of wood on that. It may be with some friendlier wind, it would have gone. Blowing heavily back. And towards the Grizzlies dugout, probably pushed it a little bit sideways as well as dampening the distance. Maybe with friendlier win, that's a home run. Instead, it's one out and the lefty Axel Johnson steps in. First pitch to him is a fastball up and away. Johnson popped out to first in foul grounds. That was in the second inning. 1-0 on the way to Johnson. Reiki ball up. 2-0. Hard roller on the ground towards second. It goes off the leg of Bearmore and ricochets into shallow rights. Tough play for Johnson, or rather, Barrymore at second base. i will be ruled an infield single. Barrymore had to slide to his left, took it off the leg. Certainly one that may be Dan Aslan's pitching coach will come up and complain about later, but that's where it stands for right now. Just the second hit of the day for Gateway. That one run in the third came without any hits. With Johnson on first one gone, a 1-0 Grizzlies lead. Here's the righty Jose Rosario. First pitch, breaking ball above his head. Back attempt towards first, tag slapped on top of the base, but before it could bounce on to Axel Johnson, he's back in with a head first slide. And Aslan now having some trouble, getting some sweat, dripping down the arm and towards the fingers could easily make gripping the ball that much harder. Because I'm sure he's not throwing curve balls above Rosario's head on purpose. Pickoff move to first, tag slap, not in time. Wouldn't expect Johnson to move off first. Double play depth for Joliet. 1-0 pitch. Fastball bounces in the opposite batter's box. Ryan Flesch has had to do a lot of cleanup duty in his Slammer's debut, especially for Austin Shea. 2-0, fastball low and away, 3-0. Shea, by the way, now has his line finalized, two and a third innings. One run, it was earned, one hit. No strikeouts. And four walks. 3-0. Rosario takes outside, ball four. Fifth walk of the day for Slammers Pitching. Now two on for Gateway with one gone here in the home fourth. And Aslan in a quick jam after getting out of one when he entered in the third. Johnson on second, Rosario on first, one out bottom four. One nothing the Grizzlies already ahead and a chance for Justin Jones, the righty. To break this game open a little more First pitch from Van Aslan, Foul tipped off home and then off the inside to the shin. No guard, but seems like Jones is all right. We've officially hit the uh, Jones duo of the order. Dylan Jones on deck, right behind Justin Jones. Justin, his first time up, flight out to center. D01, breaking ball low and away. Justin's still riding high. His batting numbers have dramatically improved from first week of the season. But on top of that, here in the first nod for a position player taking the bump back against Windy City. It was in the first game of that Sunday doubleheader on the 13th. One one from Van Aslan. Heater on the outside corner called a strike. Just picked the pocket and it's one two. Game was well out of hand. It was a seven run margin at that point. And with the bullpen already depleted and another seven inning game to play, Roth went to Jones. One two, swing and a miss. He's down on strikes. Just the second Grizzly to be eliminated via strikeout, both by Van Aslan and just his five batters faced. Now, two gone here in the home fourth. Grizzlies up one, nothing, but a runner in scoring position. And one more on top of that. Johnson on second, Rosario on first. Dylan Jones with a chance for his first big Grizzlies hit. First pitch, fastball up and away. Nate mentioned that he only has one hit between the Grizzlies and Crushers this season, and it came here at GCS while he was with the Crushers. Lefty rocks the black bat up and down on his shoulder. One up. Breaking ball bounces off of Ryan Flesh. rolls to his right, throw down to second, off the bare hand snag. he got him! Rosario tried to advance on the ball, getting away from Reinflesch, but he rushes to it down the first baseline and rifles it down to Gun Rosario. So Dylan Jones left stranded in the middle of the at-bat, and the Grizzlies still hold the 1-0 lead, heading on to the fifth on the Grizzlies Media Network.
7: U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo.
23: Jelly.
17: Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case.
7: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org, brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
23: We go at GCS in union ballpark one to nothing Grizzlies head of the Slammers in the first meeting between the two squads in the 2021 season. Brandon Ross, Nate Gatter here with you on the Grizzlies media network. A reminder, you can stream Grizzlies baseball all season long, both on the yo radio app via gatewaygrizzlies.com, or sorry, yo radio.com slash gateway grizzlies or on the yo radio app via the App Store or Google Play. 6-7-8 coming up for Joel Yed to face Carlos Vega now for his fifth inning of work. So far for him, only two hits. No walks and six strikeouts. Jackson Dvorak is the first man up, first pitch to him. Breaking ball, slices on the inside corner for strike one. Worak was one of those strikeout victims, went down swinging back in the second. We'll wind up from Vega the O1. Up and in on the fastball even to the count. This fifth inning tends to be the decider as to how Vega's day is going to end. You can usually get through 3-4 pretty easy. 1-1. Swings underneath a fastball for strike two. And then when it, once it gets to this point, it's a matter of does he have the stamina? Can he sustain this? Last couple starts, the answer's been yes. Right now, multiple high K performances. Already six tonight through just four. One, two, low and away on the fastball. Counts two and two. Vega protecting a one-nothing gateway lead. Dvorak facing him in the righty box. Here's the two-two. Flared the opposite way and the jammed ball goes right to Jay Prather behind second. So not much there in the way of effort for Prather. And there's the quick first out. To start the fifth inning, Lane Bearmore is the man due to follow that up. Righty popped out to second. His first time up. First pitch, breaking ball, called a strike. For Bearmore, got nobody on. The 0-1. Breaking ball. Check swing. Peel the first. Trevor Klosterman says he went around. The 0-2 from Vega. Hard liner on the ground towards third but bounces over the bag and out of play. Fourth pitch of the at-back coming up. Vega has not yet tossed a ball. Kyle Jacobson, another righty-weights on deck. Sky's still bright. Light's getting a little brighter, though, here in Sojay. Otsu, 2 bell sails way above the head of Jacobson, or rather, Bearmore, and sends him onto his backside. Quick adjustment of the cap from Bearmore, deep breath from Vega, one-two pitch. Check swing at an outside pitch, peel to first. Klosterman this time says no, he did not go around. Now the count's even at two apiece. Two balls, two strikes, one out. We're in the visitor's fifth. Slammers behind one-nothing at the plate against Vega. 2-2 to Bearmore. Hard fly ball, left field, not much effort for Johnson. Three steps back, an easy catch at the chest for the second out. Two up, two down for Vega here in the fifth. And Kyle Jacobson trying to avenge his first at-bat strikeout. Done yet this inning for Vega, but six on the night. Base is empty here. Jacob Singh grips the tan handle of his black-barreled bat. First pitch, fastball up and away. Everyone back into his face, not a hitter-friendly night, Went wise 1-0 misses low and away, and the count's 2-0 on Jacobson. Solid crowd on hand at GCS Bryant Union Ballpark. Gotta respect them all, wearing the heat. 2-0, high chopper, third base side and foul. Rosario is ready for it picked it to the left of the third base bag but it was by that point well out of play and i guess the folks here are used to this i am not 2-1 high heat a little too high three and one i mean it still gets humid in new york but this is next level. 3-1, fouled up and out of play over our heads here in the press box. And somebody's car windshield unfortunately has to get checked. Full count, two out, space is empty. 1-0 Grizzlies. Big in the full windup. Jacobson in the righty box. Payoff pitch. Jack swinging a foul tip off of Vallo's glove before rolling to the backstop. Pitch number seven of this duel coming up. Infield back, 32 pitch. Upstairs, ball four. That's the first walk for Vega tonight. And the first base runner here in the fifth for Joliet. Now runner on, the tying run for Joliet. Kyle Jacobson off first, and here's Dylan Hardy, who has one of the two hits, the only extra base hit for the Slammers tonight. Righty to righty. Out of the stretch, Vega delivers first pitch. Fastball up and in, and then Hardy, who had started his swing, tried to stop, but then the momentum carried him all the way through, and there's an obvious strike one. Hardy is actually the only Slammer to reach second base. No one has yet made it to third. Owen home. Fastball down the middle there. Strike two. Vega got two quick outs. Tossed a seven pitch walk to Kyle Jacobson. He's leading off first right now. Trying to end the inning here. 0-2 the count on Hardy, the pitch. Fastball above the shoulders. 1-2 from Vega is on the way. Breaking ball down the middle, but just above the letters. There were a few displeased expressions in the Grizzlies dugout down the third base side. 2-2. Pops up, foul, and into the stance. I'm sure if Carlos Vega can get the final out of this inning here, all will be forgiven with home plate umpire John Hastings. Jacobson leads off first. Two outs, two to the count. Pitch home. Swing and a miss. Vega fires home a fastball, and Hardy can't get any of it. Seven strikeouts for Carlos Vega. Brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one call system. Simply dial 811 before you dig. It's simple, it's free, it's the law. On to the home fifth we go. Still 1 0 Grizzlies on the Grizzlies Media Network. We
14: are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
15: It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
12: You have a lot going on in your life. You're a business owner, homeowner, adventurer, soon-to-be parent, bookkeeper, builder, and dreamer. You don't want to miss out on any of it, but connecting all those dots on a daily basis can be a real challenge, especially when it comes to money. At Commerce Bank, we've got the tools and talent to help you. Commerce Bank. Challenge accepted. Visit us at commercebank.com. Member FDIC.
23: 8 9 1 coming up for the Grizzlies to start the home fifth at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. 1 0 the Grizzlies ahead. Dylan Jones leads things off. First pitch to the lefty is a fastball up and away for ball one. He's facing Brad Van Aslin, Out for his second full inning of work. Coming in relief of Austin Shea. ropes hard into the right center gap, long run for Jones Jr. He leaps up and makes the catch. Streaking like a gazelle, he makes it in stride for the first down. So Jones flies out to Jones. Second time that sequence has happened. Dylan flying out here. Justin flied out to Alonzo back in the second inning again three Joneses or drops excuse me I stand corrected show of a bunt and no drop from Ritola he missed it for strike one I am so sorry I don't know what I thought my contacts are not here today now you know short lead for Jones on first The pitch to Rotola. Breaking ball, low and away. Jones can be active on the base paths, and in accordance, there's a pickoff move to first, but not inside. 1-1, 1 1, runner goes. Swinging to miss and a fastball outside. Throw down to second. Forces a leap from DePretta Johnson. No tag. As Jones in there with plenty of time. Successful stolen base. Now a runner in scoring position for Gateway with still no one gone. 1 2 on Rotilla. Now Jones at second. Out of the stretch, Van Aslan, deals. Off the end of the bat, chopper towards short. Three steps left for Depreda-Johnson, throws across the diamond in time. Secures the first out, but in the meantime, Jones up to third base. So Rottola moves him up. Now top of the order in Abdiel Diaz with one gone and a chance to double the lead with just a deep fly ball or a base hit. Both Diaz at bats have been productive. Let off the first with a single, did a sacrifice that eventually led to a run for Gateway in the third. The only run scored so far for either side, one-nothing Grizzlies here in bottom five. Righty to lefty, first pitch, right key ball, Right at the letter, strike one. Diaz uh, switch hitter batting left against the righty Van Astelin. Same side as he faced Shea. Infield in from all fronts for Joliet. 0-1, high chopper, middle of the infield. Drift left from DePretta Johnson, a quick throw and he gets him out. No advancement from Jones, a successful defensive play on the 6-3 put out, make that two for DeBreda Johnson this sitting, and two gone here in the fifth. So here comes Jay Prather with a chance to double the lead. So now the deep fly ball won't do it, but a base hit will. Nick Rotzola, or rather Dylan Jones on third base. Two gone in the inning. First pitch, breaking ball over the middle to the lefty. called a strike. Prather lined into a double play in the first, drew a walk in the third before getting caught stealing to end that inning. O-1 pitch, fast ball between the feet of Prather, but a nice back pick from Ryan flesh keeps it from rolling away. And Prather puts up the stop sign to indicate to Dylan Jones, don't go. Corner still in for yet, middle infield back. 1-1. Up and away with a fastball, but just nicks the corner. 1-2, two outs, wind to left. Dylan Jones on third. Grizzlies up 1-0, here's the pitch. High chopper, first base side, right at Michael Gonzalez in the coach's box. Makes a little spin and tosses it to some young fans in the first row. That'll earn you uh, brownie points when the kangaroo court comes around. 1 2 on Prather, and Aslin from the stretch, first base side, kicks and delivers. Up and away, ball 2. 2-2, two, fastball two. between the feet of Prather bounces hide away from Ryan Flesh, and Jones scores. Another Joliet wild pitch. This time it's Van Aslan joining the party and now it's two nothing gateway. Both runs coming across on wild pitches. This might be the most effortless two runs in a game in quite some time. 3-2 now to Prather. Off the end of the bat, hard flare, left center, Jones Jr. on the run, makes the catch with a full head of steam coming to end the inning. Another one foot away from him, that probably drops instead. Jay Prather flies out to center and ends the inning. Not before the Grizzlies get one run, it comes on one hit and no one left on base. We head on to the 6th, 2 nothing. gateway, over Juliet on the Grizzlies media network.
12: What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions.
19: Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends?
4: I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that.
19: Hey, follow
12: me. I wanna show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa.
13: Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
24: Three, two, one.
1: Oh, no. Which button am I... Uh...
21: When every second counts, you can't wing it.
1: Uh, Guys, a little help up here.
21: In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill brought to you by fema the ag council and make safe happen
24: to protect her home and family in a disaster karen was willing to wade through water mud and insurance paperwork
18: yeah i can do this
24: You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the
1: Ad Council. Hey, this is Carter Hayes,
19: and you're listening to Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
23: Top of the sixth inning, and so two nothing Grizzlies lead. Both runs have come across as a result of wild pitches with runners on third, allowing them to score. In the third inning, it was Dylan Jones. And in the fifth inning, it was Dylan Jones. Yes, both runs coming from Dylan Jones, taking home on a wild pitch. He has advanced three times. A wild pitches while on base. On top of that, a stolen base. Top of the order due up against Carlos Vega here in the sixth. The first pitch is hit hard into left field and drops for an early single from Tyler Depreta johnson Just the third had hit. His first of the day, his first of the day, and just the second for the top third of the order. Riley Ware, who's one for two, is in the on deck circle. Right now, Alonzo Jones Jr. steps up to the plate. Double play depth for Gateway. Corners in, middle infielders hugging closer to second. Short lead for Dapretta Johnson. Begun the stretch, first base side. Righty to lefty, first pitch, shows bunt, pops it up high into the air. Long run, it's dive and slide from Vega. He doesn't get to it, but he doesn't touch it. It bounces left and into foul ground out of play. So that was a lot of effort for a lot of nothing. Both runners had firmly planted themselves on their respective bases. Depreda Johnson has made his way up to second jones up to first and then the umpire's having to clarify that ball went foul guys go home jones jr still hitless hasn't reached a pop out and a strikeout to his name vega with only three hits no runs one walk and seven k's through his first five innings in the books tonight short lead for Depreta johnson long Proud in from Rosario at third. Pickoff move to first not in time. Jose Rosario is playing a full 20 feet in from third base. He is expecting Jones Jr. to bunt here still on 0-1. He retreats, another pickoff move. Backhand scoop from Jones, but in safely. That being Justin Jones, it's Alonzo Jones Jr. at the plate. Rosario walks in, now walks back, a one. Pop up, left side behind Rosario, peels back, turns, camps, makes the catch right on the line. At the edge of the outfield, grass painted turf for out number one here in the sixth inning. DePrenta Johnson back to first base. And Briley Ware stepping up. But he will not face Carlos Vega. Cam Roth emerges from the Grizzlies' dugout and appears the righty hurler's day is done. Five and a third in the books. No runs, three hits, seven strikeouts. Just one walk for Vega. It's not official that he's out of the game yet. Still talking on the bump right now. But there is a right of getting loose in the pen for gateway it's a long being and considering john hastings is going up to break it up right now i think think is going to stay and he will stay we will not yet have our first call to the bullpen brought to you by twisted key escape rooms in collinsville Ware will face Vega, righty to righty. One out top of the sixth, two nothing the Grizzlies ahead. Riley Ware hitting above 300. Waits and gets the first pitch. Fastball down the middle taken for strike one. Ware has Depreda Johnson on first base. He represents the tying run at the plate. Vega's on the first base side of the rubber, leans for the sign and gets it. Sets the black glove, belly button high, kicks and throws. A one off the end of the bat, hit hard the opposite way, long run. Dylan Jones into the corner, it bounces wide of him and bounces off the wall. Fields it off the ricochet. In the meantime, Ware up to second to Preda, Johnson to third in front of him. It's a one out double for Briley Ware and it puts two runners in scoring position for Joliet. The only one out in the inning, one single and this game could be tied. Second hit of the day for Ware, just the fourth of the day for Joliet hitting. And now Cam Roth intends to come out and go to his bullpen. Don Hastings had a chat with him on the way there. And to the Bengo's gateway, we'll talk about our new Grizzly pitcher when we come back. Still 2 nothing Grizzlies on the Grizzlies Media Network.
14: Call 877-4-DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
23: Christian Camacho has escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville. Looking for a fun, physical adventure challenge that'll present you a very interesting time out with family and friends. I certainly love escape rooms just as much as the next guy. For more information on Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville, that's the place to go. It's at twistedkeyescape.com. Ready, Christian Camacho making his second relief appearance. Of the season for Gateway enters with two runners in scoring position. Ware on second, to Brenda Johnson on third. The righty Jarrett Rhineflesh in the box. First pitch is way up and it almost gets Rhineflesh near the face. Rhineflesh still chasing his first trip on base as a slammer, making his Joliet debut today. Could easily. Make a major impact with one swing. 1 0. Curveball tries to cut in front door, but hangs inside for ball two. There's only one out in the inning. The corners are in. Any ball in the infield, I would imagine, unless there's an easy play at home, is a throw to first. 2 0. Breaking ball drops below the knees. Ball three. Camacho in danger of immediately walking the bases loaded here. The two runners behind him are inherited by Vega. They would be charged to him if they come around. 3 0. Breaking ball below the knees again. There's ball four. Ryan flesh to first. And the base is juiced for Joliet. Go-ahead run is on base, the tying runs in scoring position. 2-0 Grizzlies, top of the sixth. And with one gone and the bases juiced, here's Brian Pereira. Basing the alum of Southeastern University, an NAIA school in Florida. First pitch, lefty swings at a fastball, the righty Gets it right past him upstairs for strike one. This is Camacho's first professional appearance at GCS Craig Union Ballpark. He debuted professionally in that Evansville series two days ago. 0-1, foul tip back towards the net for strike two. Derry won an inning and two thirds. One walk, two strikeouts, no hits, no runs. Clean start to the pro career of the man who actually joined the team mid-trip to Windy City as a Chicago area native. Joined the team in transit, so to speak. O2, outside, I'm close from Camacho. Graduated from Southeastern, but that was actually his fourth collegiate stop. Normally you'll hear a few cases of three. Four's certainly rare territory. One, two, basketball low and in evens the count. He started his college career playing for one of the best of the best, the Auburn Eagles of the SEC. After his freshman year, Arbor Tigers. Jeez. I think War Eagle and that just, yeah, Nate, Mr. SEC Nate Gatter getting on my case there. 2 2 swing and a miss. On top of a changeup for strike three, Brian Pereira goes down. Eighth strikeout of the day for Grizzly Pitching and the first for Christian Camacho to get the second out here in the sixth. I'm going to kick myself there. <laughs> There's only one true tiger in the SEC though, Nate. We can can all agree on that. Nate is flexing his left arm, which is yielding yet little muscle. Depreda Johnson on third. Ware on second. Ryan Flesch on first. Jackson Tavorik at the plate. First pitch is a breaking ball on the inside edge, strike one. This is a part of the order that Vega and Camacho combined, have just mowed down. No trips on base for anyone 5-6-7. A one, Borak, the six hitter, takes a breaking ball inside. Looked pretty similar to the first one. That a little more tail out of the hands of Camacho. So as I was saying, after playing for the Auburn Tigers, Transferred to the junior college ranks. After one solid year there, like many baseball players who were D1, bounced back. The 1-1, sent foul. Now Dvorak behind 1-2, and Camacho could end the inning. He then bounced back to Division I University of Pittsburgh, became the Saturday starter pretty quickly. And after a season he found unsatisfactory, went down to the NAIA level. Played at Southeastern. One-two count, two out. Spaces juice, two-nothing Grizzlies. One-two from Camacho. Breaking ball, low and away. Camacho lunged towards the dugout. Instead, ball two. He had leaned and was waiting on the trigger from John Hastings that never came. Now 2-2 on the way. From the third base side, out of the stretch, Camacho throws. Foul tipped off, Follow rolls away to keep the count at 2-2. Lane Bearmore is on deck if the inning continues, but at that point, if it does, Joliet will have scored at least one run. And either cut this deficit in half, equalize the score, potentially even have taken the lead. No way around that. The inning continues, runs gotta score. 2-2 count on Dvorak. Camacho sets the glove belt's eye and throws. Fouls it back again. Long drawn out duel for Dvorak and Camacho. Is about to be pitch number seven. Bases loaded, and the slammer's down two in the top of the sixth. Heavy wind blowing into his face, Dvorak settles back into the righty box. Takes a firm grip of the brown bat above his right shoulder, rests it softly. Camacho kicks and delivers. Pop up right side, long run back for Justin Jones, foul ground towards the bullpen, he dives! Did he get it? No. Might have been the most all out effort by someone going from first base that I've ever seen, jumping face first at the foot of the bullpen mound down the right field line. That seems like a play where Justin Jones's wrists are screaming at him. His body must be livid. But his head was all about giving 110%. And on the third foul ball of the at-bat, it stays 2-2. And the eighth pitch coming here from Camacho to Jackson Dvorak. Bases loaded, two outs. Top of the sixth, 2-0 Grizzlies. 2-2 on the way. Another foul ball. Paolo goes to the mound to talk to Camacho. You can imagine how tiring and intense these long ABs can be, especially when the stakes are high. Dvorak only has two RBIs on the season. as three runners on. 2-2 from Camacho. High fly, left center gap. Woodcock runs to his right. Johnson calls him off and makes the catch. Fly out to left field, ends. This Ferris wheel affair of an inning, highs and lows, but in the end, the Grizzlies come out unscathed. No runs on two hits, three left on, bases stranded, juiced. Ever Christian Camacho comes in, walks the batter, gets a strikeout, and then a flyout to end top six. We go to the home half. Still 2-0 Grizzlies on the Grizzlies Media Network.
6: a disaster. What one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket. A tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake
15: of a hurricane, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit supporthurricanerelief.org. That's supporthurricanerelief.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
4: Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. (coughs) When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. <laughs> they're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie Swan Hey Kevin, thinking about retirement?
5: I've thought about it, but it's too late for me to save.
4: With Abo, a retirement coach, it's never too late.
5: Where can I learn more? Visit
4: ASTORETIREMENT.org today. today! A message from AARP and the Ad Council.
7: Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the lingo.
17: Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in... Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case.
7: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
9: My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at important for you to
2: talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me mom will figure it out.
10: When something feels different it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
14: Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
15: It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic
6: Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m
18: you win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
23: Pitcher here in the home half of the sixth for for Joliet. 2-0 the Grizzlies ahead of the Slammers through five and a half innings. It was a longer than expected break because Cam Roth has been arguing with John Hastings over the move that Joliet just made. Into the game comes Mario Samuel. He gets onto the bump. And to allow more time for a different pitcher to get ready, he immediately yanks Samuel. And in comes Keaton Sullivan, another right-hander playing his first professional season for Joliet. He was a two-way player back when he was in college at the University of St. Francis in Fort Wayne. That's an NAIA school. Since his final season with St. Francis, he's been completely out of the game for the past three years. And so far in his first season back, he's appeared in eight games. Record of one and zero. No saves. Ten and a third innings in the books. Four runs, seven strikeouts, and six walks allowed by the right-hander. Again, I mentioned he was a hitter in college. His sophomore season was actually his best. Hit 12 home runs and hit 304. But after that, hitting numbers went way down. And his pitching improved a bit as well. Consistently went down. Made four solid appearances in 2018 for St. Francis. And now debuting as a pitcher this season. His first appearance against Gateway. He's got three, four, five in the order. First up, the lefty, Dustin Woodcock. Dustin's 0 for one, walking the strikeout tonight. Out of the stretch, first base side. First pitch home, Skyed up, shallow center. Jones Jr. drips into the left center gap and the left fielder drops it. Hardy called off for it and it goes right off the tip of his glove. On the results, Woodcock's up to second. That's an easy E7. And one you just wonder, what just happened? Jodes Jr. had a beat on it. Hardy calls him off from left at the last second. And it goes right in and out of the glove. If you flip the dictionary to error. Capture that. Put it in there. Chase Valo into the righty box now. First pitch to him, is hit hard out to right center field. Jones Jr. back in front of the track, loses his step but then makes the catch, throws it in on the run, but Woodcock successfully tags up to third. So two batters into the inning, the Grizzlies have a runner on third with one out. Not a great start here for Keaton Sullivan. Not necessarily his fault. He should have two outs. But the Dylan Hardy error means Gateway has the third run of the game just 90 feet away. Infield all the way in for Joliet as Axel Johnson readies. Lefty to face the righty Sullivan. First pitch. Fastball off the plate. Johnson's one for two. He's singled back in the fourth. Wind's blowing towards the third baseline, back in from the outfield, so it's not gonna help him any. 1-0 pitch on the way. Hard hit, right field. Jacobson back to the track. He's at the wall, gets under it and makes the catch. The wind killed it, but it goes deep enough for Woodcock to score from third. Sacrifice fly for Axel Johnson. leading 11 RBIs on the year, and now a 3-0 Grizzlies lead. And as Tom Calhoun, our PA announcer, aptly points out, it's the first RBI of the game. The first two gateway runs came in when Dylan Jones scored on a wild pitch. Yes, that same situation happened twice Here's Jose Rosario with two outs and the base is clean. He takes a first pitch fastball below the ankles for ball one. Walking the ground up for Rosario. And that ball from Johnson on any other night is almost a certain home run. 1-0, well inside on Rosario. Sometimes even Grizz Bombs have their limits. 2-0 the count on Jose Rosario with two gone, bases empty, and Gateway now in front 3-nothing. Pitch home, Fisted the opposite way and foul. If Rosario keeps the inning alive, Jones squared on deck, Justin first, followed by Dylan. From the stretch, Sullivan on the first base side of the rubber, kicks and delivers 2-1. Fastball low and away, ball three. Deep breath for Sullivan. Trying to end this inning swiftly. 3-1 to Rosario. High chopper towards short, fielded head high, falling back to Brenda Johnson, sails it over the first baseman's head and it bounces off the wall right back to him. Mark that in E6 in the books. That's the second error of the inning for Joliet. Wild throw from DePretta Johnson. Nate Gatter's having a fun back and forth with Dylan, one of our clubhouse attendants in the dugout. In the meantime, Justin Jones at the plate. First pitch, right, he takes a fastball outside. Apparently, Dylan was trying to make the case to Nate that that should be ruled a hit. Is the score going to agree? The answer, yes. It is now a hit for Rosario. One over to Justin Jones, fastball up and in. It's interesting how many times these can change throughout the course of things. Nick Rotola had a hit added on to an error included on a play against Windy City and one of those losses. Pickoff moved to first, but Rosario back with a head first slide. I talked a little bit earlier about Justin Jones and his endeavors on the bump. A very short trip up there in Crestwood at Ozinga Field against the Thunderbolts. He tweeted after that he still got it 1 0. Fastball up and in. Counts 2 0. Pitched a little bit growing up. His brother Cameron's the real pitcher in the family. Just won first team All Sun Belt Honors at his alma mater, Georgia State. Short leadoff first for Rosario with two gone. The pitch at the letters called a strike on Jones. Wind going heavy towards the left side now. Another pickoff move. And another safe slide back in for Rosaria. 3-1 is the count on Justin Jones. There's two gone here in the home half of the sixth. Gateway already with one in the inning on the sacrifice fly from Axel Johnson. Justin Jones at the plate, went to his pull side and left. 3-1, outside ball four. Jones reaches for the first time today. He's to first, Rosario to second with two outs. And now that means everyone except for Chase Vallo has reached base safely tonight. And that's a crucial marker. Because for Vallo, he still has a streak going. Through 19 complete games in the books, he has still reached safely every single time. Could risk losing that here in his 20th outing of the year. Dylan Jones at the plate with runners on first and second. First pitch, lefty takes up and away, but a called strike as it nicks the corner. Jones walking a single tonight. Very uncharacteristic for a guy who went one for 22 with Lake Erie before signing with Gateway. Righty to lefty. The 0-1 pitch. Breaking ball in the dirt. Jones taps the bat on home. as his co-surnamer, but not brother. Justin on first, and Rosario on second. One-one, high and outside, ball two. Long look back to second from Sullivan. Peaks again, 2-1. Hard rip into the right center gap. Jacobson dives. No, it bounces over his head and almost all the way to the wall. Rosario scores, throw to the plate right behind him, not in time, Justin Jones scores, and Dylan Jones smacks a two-run double to make it 5-0 Grizzlies. Jose Rosario gets the two-out single. Justin Jones walks behind him. And Dylan Jones, his first extra base hit of the year. Doubles his RBI total to four. And puts this game in a real solid margin. now meeting on the bump with Keaton Sullivan, who they did a heck of a lot to get in this inning, went as far as to burn a pitcher without even throwing him out there, just for the sake of him warming up. But Sullivan just in this inning, two hits, three runs, and still a runner in scoring position with Dylan Jones on second. Here's Nick Razzola. Seventh batter of the inning. First pitch is up and in for ball one. If Fertola keeps it alive, then the top of the order comes up. Long look back from Sullivan, 1-0, up and in, but called a strike on the fastball. Rotola is 0 for 1. Drew a walk back in the third and then grounded out to Short in the fifth. 1-1 on the way. Off the end of the bat, opposite way and into the stands, foul. There is a righty getting loose in the Joliet pen. Sullivan trying to escape without allowing any more damage. Grizzlies have already more than doubled their run total this inning. One, two, tip back foul. Rattola stays alive. Dylan Jones still on second with a very comfortable lead. One two to Rotola, breaking ball in the dirt and away from Ryan flesh all the way back to the backstop wall. And Dylan Jones is up to third. That is the fourth time tonight that Dylan Jones has advanced a base on a wild pitch, twice coming home to score. That's how the first two runs came home for Gateway. And then this inning, an Axel Johnson sack fly, and then Dylan Jones with the two run double. He's responsible for four of the five runs in one way or another. 2-2, Rotola smacks it to right, Jones Jr. back, track, wall, and it bounces up and over for a ground rule double. Nick Rotola has needed that hit. <laughs> Hadn't had an RBI since the first week of the season. Finally gets another, number seven of the year. On an RBI double to make it six nothing gateway. Dylan Jones and Nick Rotola with back-to-back two baggers and deal Diaz Lead off man, and eighth batter of the inning. Into the lefty box, has faced three different pitchers, all of them right-handed. Therefore, the switch hitter stays left. First pitch. Change up high, but in the zone, strike one. Diaz has only reached in his first appearance. Single to lead off the home first. Pair of ground out since, but one of them was a sacrifice. 0-1, roller on the ground towards first, but foul. Bounces about three feet right of the bag. Michael Gonzalez doing a little spin to get out of the way. Diaz quickly behind 0-2. Grizzlies up six-nothing in home six. Already four across this inning. Diaz, the eighth batter, with Nick Bertola on second. A slight shift to his right. 0-2, fouled back and out of play, Diaz stays alive. I wish we had a clock on this inning. We're closing in on the two and a half hour mark. Still only in the sixth. 0 2 on Abdiel Diaz. Ikratul on second. The pitch. Diaz foul tips it. And Ryan Flesh takes it off the chest. Can't hold on to it. Or at least I think that went off the chest. Ryan Flesh gets up. Walks out to the mound to half shake that off, half have a chat with Keaton Sullivan. Locked in an 0 2 count with Abdiel Diaz right now. It's about to be the fifth pitch of the at bat. And a monstrous, monstrous inning. Abdiel Diaz is the eighth batter. Already four runs on three hits. and Still another runner in scoring position right now for Gateway with two away. Sullivan sets first base side, long lead for Rotilla, 0-2. Fastball plugs Diaz right between the shoulder blades. Just what do you think, it's about to end. Keaton Sullivan won't let it happen. He just mailed a fastball right at the back of Abtiel Diaz. And with that, Here comes manager Aaron Akula, and Keaton Sullivan will call it a day. Can't even get through a full inning. New man on the bump to so try to close out the sixth when we come back on the Grizzlies media network.
7: It presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a teenager learning the lingo.
17: Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case.
7: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Kids, and the Ad Council.
9: My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's very important for
2: you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out.
10: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
23: Gerald Bautista is the new pitcher for Joliet. Already the fifth of the game in just the home half of the sixth inning. Keaton Sullivan came in to pitch this inning after Mario Samuel came in as sort of just a filler to allow him to get a longer warm-up. First pitch to the lefty Jay Prather is a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Now Bautista tasked with earning the final out. Prather's the ninth batter of the inning. Already four runs on three hits for gateway. 0-1, fastball in for a strike down the middle. First run came on a sack fly from Axel Johnson. Two more on a two-run double from Dylan Jones. One more on an RBI double from Nick Rotola. He stands on second right now. Abdel Diaz right behind him on first. There were two strikes on him before he got hit between the shoulder blades. That was the last batter that Sullivan faced. 0-2, off the end of the bat, roller right side, through for a base hit. Rotola wheels around third, he scores with ease an RBI single for Jay Frather, the ninth batter of the inning. RBI number six of the season for the North Florida grad. And a 7-0 gateway lead. Five runs here in the sixth. You can take that scorebook of yours, take the next inning in your row, cross it out, write a new one. Dustin Woodcock is into the lefty box for his second at bat of the inning. He reached on an error the first time. First pitch, fastball upstairs at the ice. It was a fly ball, pretty routine to left center. Jones Jr. made a long run and called for it, but Dylan Hardy overrode him at the last second. 1-0, big cut and a miss behind a slow breaking ball for strike one. And then Hardy at the last second, you know, he got it, but then it popped right back out. Had Woodcock on second base to start the inning and only two batters later, he came home on the sack fly. 1-1. Hard rope towards right, run in, and a catch on the run from Jacobson. Had to reach above his head and make a little hop, but he gets it in stride to end the inning. Gateway sends up 10 batters. Plates four on three hits. Or check that. Four hits. We go on. Check that. Plates five on four hits. So many runs. I have a hard time keeping up with the math. We go on to the seventh. Nate Gatter takes back over. It's 7-0 Grizzlies on the Grizzlies media network.
15: It's 4 a.m. Monday. And you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man. That's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad
6: Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch your soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube
15: to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win.
18: Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy. Yeah your football buddy or you your best man your worst man you your dog walker your cat jogger while one in three adults has pre-diabetes with early diagnosis pre-diabetes can be reversed take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org brought to you by the ad council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners
19: my name is hunter hayes i know myself and i know my buzz warning signs One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits.
20: I start with one shot, to have a good time.
19: One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends?
4: I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that.
19: Hey, follow me. I want
12: to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa.
13: Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
24: Three, two, one. Oh,
1: no. Which button am I... Uh...
21: When every second counts, you can't wing it.
1: Guys, a little help up here.
21: In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen.
1: Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in we where after six innings, the Grizzlies lead Joliet 7 to nothing, And we're uh, under a second-likely delay last inning. It was because Mario Samuel apparently hurt himself or was otherwise unable to pitch after Joliet tried to bring him into the ballgame. And as a result, the Slammers had to bring in Keaton Sullivan, who was then given all the time he needed to warm up. Unfortunately, this inning, uh, John Hastings, our home plate umpire, it, we didn't see exactly what happened, but he is—he uh, has is gone down. He was uh, responsive and seems to be doing okay. Uh, you hope that it's—it's it's maybe just a, something simple, like maybe he overheated. Of course, wearing all that gear behind home plate on a day when it was 95 degrees at first pitch, and generally is much much warmer down on artificial turf surfaces, and uh, he was able to sit up after having gone down and, and pull some of his gear off, and. Uh, is being tended to now by Grizzlies athletic trainer Jeff Manzo, as well as uh, some other medical personnel here at the ballpark. So this is going to be a long delay, one would think. Obviously, the uh, health and well-being of Mr. Hastings, our home plate umpire, is uh, at the forefront of everybody's minds and will be dealt with accordingly. And uh, hopefully he is okay. And uh, if and when that situation is resolved, I would imagine one of our two remaining Frontier League umpires, either Mike Weinstein or Trevor Klosterman will don the equipment and will continue behind home plate. Uh, whenever that becomes a possibility, we will of course make sure to uh, be back with you and we'll give you whatever updates we can safely and surely pass on about Mr. Hastings. He is being uh, helped to sit up, and, and looks like he's going to maybe take a seat on a folding chair that's been brought out, or evidently is just is okay to get to his feet. And uh, he's making his way down into the Grizzlies' dugout on the third base side. So uh, I don't see Trevor Klosterman. I wonder if he's already made the move to go and uh, put on the home plate gear. Mike Weinstein is still there looking after his fellow umpire. Typically, these sorts of delays do not take especially long. Usually, it's only in the neighborhood of maybe 10 minutes. Sometimes not even that long. But obviously, this is an unusual case. It's not as simple as, in most cases, when something like this happens, it's something a little more innocuous that prevents an umpire from continuing, such as being hit with a foul tip or something to that of that nature, which obviously is not nothing, but is uh, usually a, a more cosmetic concern, or a question of just pain in a particular area of the body, or, as opposed to uh, someone who we would think uh, might have might have passed out or just uh, become very lightheaded as a result of potential dehydration or, or overheating. And obviously that's something that has the potential at least to be more serious. So with that in mind, it uh, probably will lengthen the delay to some degree. And we'll see exactly how all parties end up proceeding. But as of now, John Hastings is in the dugout on the third base side. And he was able to get to his feet and walk uh, completely under his own power, unassisted the 10 or 15 feet from the on-deck circle area where he was lying down to the dugout and then walk down the steps unaided into the Grizzlies' dugout. So that is a, at least a good sign of the uh, senses that he has about him at this point. And, uh, of course, Grizzlies' staff has been quick to react to it and uh, to bring him whatever assistance they can. Frontier Lake Deputy Commissioner Steve Tassler is here as well at the ballpark tonight, just in the course of his rounds around the league, which he commonly makes. And he is down in the third base dugout as well. Grizzlies Assistant General Manager Kurt Ringkamp is bringing out a golf cart that will be used to take Mr. Hastings back to the umpire's changing area. And uh, if it were necessary, I'm sure they will ensure that John Hastings receives whatever medical attention would be helpful for him in order to make sure that he is completely OK. And uh, of course, this is just uh, something that you never want to see. It's a unfortunate reality of playing games when temperatures are 95 degrees and above during the summer and uh, especially difficult for home plate umpires because of all the equipment they're wearing and the fact that they don't get any break in the middle. They don't get to go and be in the shade half the ball game in a dugout, you know, up and down, crouching all game, especially when you have a longer game like this one has been even before this delay started. We had uh, gotten to about two and a half hours and uh, John Hastings is now back out of the Grizzlies dugout and is seated on the golf cart and he is going to go with uh, Mr. Ringkamp and uh, Grizzlies athletic trainer Jeff Manzo. Either out toward center field, toward the umpire's changing area, or maybe they'll just take him down to the clubhouse down the left field line. It looks like it will be out to center. And Trevor Klosterman already has uh, changed into his home plate year, and he is walking in from center field. So it looks like the delay in the end is going to be relatively short. And uh, Gateway has a right-handed pitcher getting ready. I wonder if the plan would have been to send Camacho back out, but if Cam Roth decided that this was a little bit too long of a layoff for Camacho. Because remember, even before this delay, which probably has been about 10 minutes or so, even before that, already it was a very long bottom of the sixth inning in which the Grizzlies sent 10 men to the plate, scored five runs, And so it's uh, feasible that already Cam Roth would have been thinking maybe Camacho didn't need to come back out for this top of the seventh inning, but now perhaps with the additional delay that sealed the deal and uh, he is going to go to his bullpen. So we'll step aside briefly and then return with the 7th inning. After 6, it's a 7 nothing gateway lead. All of us are sending our best wishes to John Hastings, our home plate umpire who was forced to leave the game. Trevor Klosterman will take over behind the plate. Mike Weinstein will be the sole umpire on the bases. And we will be back with more baseball here from Sojay. 7-0 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
24: To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork
18: yeah i can do this
24: you go karen by simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov that's ready.gov a message from fema and the ad council
22: sweet strawberry icing you're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
2: 180 over 111 and I had a stroke.
22: 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack.
3: 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Justin Jones, and you're listening to Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies
5: Media
1: Network. 7-0 Gateway as we go to the top of the seventh inning. Greg Duncan has escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms. For more information, head to twistedkeyescape.com. Duncan replaces Christian Camacho, who worked two-thirds of an inning, no runs, no hits, struck out one and walked one. And uh, I think he would technically get a hold because when he entered the game, it was a save situation with the Grizzlies only up two runs. They now lead 7 to nothing as we go to the seventh inning. Bottom third of the Joliet order is due up. Lane Bearmore, Kyle Jacobson, and Dylan Hardy Against the six-foot-two, 235-pound right-hander Greg Duncan from Centerville, Virginia, just signed by the Grizzlies today. He started the season in the American Association with the Gary South Shore RailCats, where he made four appearances at 0-1, 0-1 record, rather a 9.64 earned run average, four and two-thirds innings. He struck out four, walked seven, and the American Association was hitting 364 against the young right-hander. Duncan out of Radford University, Division I school in Virginia. He also went to UVA Wise, a Division II school. He will turn 23 years old in under a month, July the 13th. Birthday for Mr. Duncan. In the end, he pitched five total college seasons, although he only appeared in six games in 2020 for UVA Wise before the season was shut down, and then he used his extra year this spring at Radford 6 and 3 with a 4.38 earned run average in the Big South Conference, pitching for the Highlanders. In 78 innings, he struck out 64, walked 26. And now in his Frontier League debut, his fifth appearance thus far as a professional. Duncan has the Navy Sox pulled up around his knees. He works from the first base out of the rubber, out of the windup, to the righty batter Barmore or Bearmore I should say Duncan is ready the wind up and the pitch Bearmore takes a fastball strike over the outside and we're back underway after a delay of uh, 15 minutes or so Bearmore is 0 for 2 he's popped up and flied out the pitch Bearmore swings and lifts one into short left Johnson started to his left charges in late and reaches down to make the basket style the high catch One away, and Duncan retires the first man he faces as a Grizzly. That brings up Kyle Jacobson, who is 0 for 1, a strikeout, and a walk. A trio of final scorers to report on the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, including Schaumburg thrashing Southern Illinois 12 to nothing. Right-hander to right-hander. Duncan kicks and delivers jacobson fouls it back nothing at one hopefully the grizzlies don't make this a season in which my primary enjoyment is checking the husky trailways out of town scoreboard to see if the miners lose but if it is another season like that at least we can enjoy tonight 12 nothing miners loss and gateway up seven zip one strike pitch is taken for a high strike 0-2 Although Southern Illinois was riding a little bit high after this week, the Miners had a a no-hitter. Two-strike pitches, swung out and driven into deep left field. Johnson goes back, backpedals on the track, reaches out, and makes the catch in front of the wall. Not sure how much that one was affected by the wind, because it's been blowing mostly in from right center. But there have been a lot of hard hit fly balls in this game that ordinarily are extra bases, if not home runs, in this ballpark that have been outs. The back-to-back flyouts for the Grizzlies in the sixth inning from Volo and Johnson really stand out. Two down, nobody on, seven nothing. Gateway in the seventh, and the pitch to Dylan Hardy is a fastball taken to the belt for a strike. But the Miners acquired Michael Austin from Washington in a trade for a player to be named later this week. And Austin, the very next day, or maybe two days later, in his Southern Illinois debut, threw a no-hitter. Slider taken for strike two. Now, to be fair, or to be unfair maybe, depending on your perspective, it was the second game of a doubleheader and only seven innings. But it does count. Two-strike pitch. Hardy takes strike three call. Fastball paints the outside corner. A three pitch K for Greg Duncan, who works a 1 2 3 inning in his Gateway debut. A pair of flyouts to left and a strikeout of Dylan Hardy. Time to stretch in Soge, and a happy stretch it will be indeed. 7 0 is the Gateway lead going to the bottom of the seventh on the Grizzlies Media Network. Bottom of the seventh inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where the Grizzlies lead the Joliet Slammers 7-0. Much-needed win for Gateway that will snap a three-game losing streak after the Grizzlies went just 2 and 5 on their seven-game road trip. And here is Chase Valo. Against Gerald Bautista. First pitch is a fastball taken just low for ball one. Vallo in the cleanup spot for Gateway has flied out three times all the center field. Last one was really well hit. 1 0 pinch. Fastball taken inside ball two. He sent it out toward the flagpole in right center. Maybe the Deepest part of the ballpark, at least tied for it, and probably the hardest part of the park for a right-handed hitter to hit a home run. He swings and tops one foul back toward Axel Johnson, standing on deck on the third base side. Two balls, one strike on Valo, and I think had he not hit it directly into the wind, it would have had a very good chance to get out on a normal night, let alone if the wind had been blowing out. Bautista deals. Valo takes a slider down and outside ball three. And of course, Axel Johnson then, who was the next man up, hit what turned into a sacrifice fly and an RBI to deep right center, but that ball definitely would have been out. Swing and a miss by Valo, a big cut, and it's three and two. Even with no wind, Axel Johnson would have easily had a home run. 7 0 gateway in the seventh. Nobody on, nobody out. Payoff to Valo. Chase checks his swing and takes up an in ball four. So a leadoff walk issued by Bautista to begin the bottom of the seventh inning and Axel Johnson will be the hitter. He is one for two with the aforementioned sack fly. His 11th run batted in this year to lead the Grizzlies. He has also pumped up and singled. Want to mention as well in that Schaumburg game on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, the Boomers with the 12-0 win at home over Southern Illinois that Matt McGarry hit for the cycle. Pitch to Johnson is taken for a low strike. It's a different kind of offensive record entirely, but it brings to mind when Quincy Neaporty for Schaumburg in this ballpark in 2019. Johnson takes low one and one. Drove in a Frontier League record 10 runs in one game. He put that in perspective. Axel Johnson came into tonight through 20 games as the Grizzlies leader on the season with 10 RBIs. Quincy Niporty, two years ago, did that in one game. taking high, two and one. And not only did Niporty break the Frontier League record by driving in those 10, but he did it in only three innings. If memory serves, I don't remember the exact order. He went. It was three-run double, grand slam, and three-run homer. Swinging a line drive into left center, fading away for the center fielder. Jones on the run makes the backhand catch. Follow back to first, one away. Another good play by Alonzo Jones Jr. Moving to his right into left center field. He has patrolled that area very well in this game, even with the ball slicing away from him and the wind blowing it away from him. So here is Jose Rosario, right hand batting third baseman who is one for two with a walk. He has also been caught stealing and scored a run. Ball at first one away seven nothing gateway in the seventh inning Now the pitch. Rosario takes a fastball though for ball one. Swing and a line smash into center, Jones back into his right this time and makes the catch again. So Rosario unloaded on that, but Jones is covering the ground well and there are two down. And DePorty in that game, which was August 21st of 2019, had a three-run homer in the first inning, then a three-run double in the second inning. And then a grand slam in the third that went to dead center. And that gave him 10 RBIs and three at-bats, one each of the first three innings. Taken low by Justin Jones, ball one. And then one of the especially crazy parts, as though that wasn't a crazy enough start to the game, is that then he started the next game with a two-run homer in his first at-bat the following night. 1-0 pitch, Swing going to pop up off the hands, down the first baseline, playable for the first baseman, Dvorak, back toward the bullpen. He makes the catch. Dvorak has made a couple of good grabs going back into his left. Justin Jones nearly made a catch of the season contender laying out into the bullpen earlier, so the first baseman have been covering ground, and the Grizzlies are retired. No runs, no hits, one left, eighth inning next. 7-0 gateway on the Grizzlies media network.
13: Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
1: Gateway seven and Joliet nothing after seven innings from GCS credit union ballpark in Sojay. Nate Gatter, Brandon Ross back with you on the Grizzlies Media Mm -hmm. Network. Where Greg Duncan goes back to work for a second full inning of relief in his gateway debut. Deals to Tyler DePretta-Johnson, who fouls one off the right side out of play. Top of the slammer's order in this visitor's eighth inning. DePretta-Johnson to be followed by Alonzo Jones Jr. and Briley Ware. Right-hander to right-hander. Duncan out of the wind-up. The kick and the delivery. Swing and a foul off to the right again out of play. No balls and two strikes. Preda Johnson is one for three. He has struck out, fly to center, and single. And Duncan began his gateway career beautifully. A 1 2 3, top of the seventh inning. A couple of the flyouts to left and a strike out. Two strike pitch is a slider that bounces down and outside to Chase Valo, the Grizzlies catcher, and it's one and two. Valo, by the way, with his walk to lead off the bottom of the seventh inning has now reached in all 20 games in which he's appeared this year. One-two pitch. Swing on a bouncing ball the first. A couple of high hops. It's taken by Justin Jones, who flips to Duncan, covering nicely at first base to retire to Freda Johnson. And there's one away. It sounds a little bit to me, I can't pinpoint where it's coming from, but it sounds a little bit to me like Greg Duncan might have a cheering section here at the ballpark tonight. Not that Grizzlies fans are not, across the board, enthusiastic about each and every out. But generally, a routine 3 to 1 put out does not generate a tremendous amount of excitement in a 7-0 game. Here's Alonzo Jones, Jr., switch hitter, batting from the left side, who is 0 for 3. Duncan deals. Jones takes a fastball strike over the inside. Gateway has out-hit Joliet 7-4. The Slammers have made the game's only error, although in the end it was a very costly one. The pitch. Jones takes high, 1-1. It was a drop fly ball in left field that led to Dustin Woodcock reaching to lead off the bottom of the sixth inning. And in the end, all five gateway runs were unearned. 1-1 pitch. Jones swings and lifts one off his hands in a straightaway right. Dylan Jones jogs in a couple of steps and makes the catch. 7-0 Grizzlies with two down and nobody on in the top of the eighth. And Briley Ware coming up. He is two for three with a single and a double. Two of the four slammers hits in the ballgame. But the next two men for the Grizzlies in the sixth who followed Woodcock were Valo and Johnson, both of whom flyed out deep to right center. And that would have ended the inning. It should have been three outs, so after that point, every run is unearned. Dunk in the windup and the pitch where it takes a fastball for a strike. And the other two Grizzlies runs were scored by Dylan Jones, one in the third and one in the fifth, both on wild pitches. So those go as earned runs. But Joliet has to feel like This has been a woeful game defensively. Swing and a line drive, hammered into deep center. Woodcock goes back, reaches out, makes the catch over his shoulder. Beautiful running catch by Dustin Woodcock. And the inning is over. Another 1-2-3 inning for Greg Duncan, who still hasn't turned to walk into the dugout. He's waiting on Dustin Woodcock to give him a little thank you for his efforts. Great catch in center by Woodcock. But just to finish off that point, the Grizzlies have scored seven runs, five of them in the sixth, all unearned. And in the third and the fifth, they scored their single runs without a single base hit. So either the Grizzlies have scored without a hit or only with the benefit of an error. Joliet has yet to allow, even though two of them are technically earned, a truly earned, in the more colloquial sense of the word, run so far tonight. But it's a 7-0 gateway lead. We go to the bottom of the eighth on the Grizzlies media network.
4: Hey, Kevin, thinking about retirement?
5: I've thought about
1: it, but it's too late for me to save.
4: With AVO a Retirement Coach, it's never too late.
5: Where can I learn more? Visit
4: aceyourretirement.org today. today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council.
6: Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -hmm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever.
4: Hi. Oh, hey.
6: Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
5: Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste cuz wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Go to smokeybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, brought to you by the US Forest Service, your state forester, and the ad council.
16: Hi, I'm your host Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey cuz after 75 years of only you can prevent wildfires, turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
1: Dylan Jones leads off for Gateway in the bottom of the eighth with a 7-0 lead. Joliet's new right-hander is Brian Pereira, and he delivers a strike that Jones swings and misses at. Pereira is a position player pitching. This will be his first pitching appearance in professional baseball. His 0-1 pitch is in for strike two. He's not exactly blowing up the radar gun, but Pereira moves from the DH spot to pitch he's hitting in the number five slot of the order to strike delivery Jones swings and misses a three-pitch strikeout for Pereira not bad for your first professional hitter faced as a, as a pitcher and that brings up Nick Rotola and Pereira is going to lead off, or uh, hit second, I should say, in the top of the ninth for Joliet. So he's going to get another chance to hit as well. Officially, as the pitcher, there will be no DH the rest of the way for the Slammers, not that it particularly matters. Right hander to right hander. Ritola takes outside for a ball. Nick is one for two, an RBI double and a walk. He has scored a run. Pereira takes over for Gerald Batista. Ritola takes down it in. And it's two balls and no strikes. Bautista worked an inning and a third. No runs charged to him. Ritola swings and drives a high fly ball into rather deep left center, but it's hanging up there for Jones to his right on the edge of the track, makes the catch from center. And there are two down. Bautista, inning and a third, no runs on one hit. He walked a man, did not strike anybody out. Carlos Vega is in line for the win. It would be his second of the year to improve to 2 and 1. The loss would go to Austin Shea. Here's Abdiel Diaz at the top of the Grizzlies order, and he takes high for a ball. Shea would drop to one and three. One oh pitch. Diaz takes a belt high strike. Abdiel is one for two officially: a single, a sacrifice, a ground out, and a hit by pitch. Pereira's one and one delivery. Diaz rips a line drive foul off the right side. Just yanked it. In the end, five or six feet wide of the foul line. 7-0 gateway, two outs and nobody on base in the last of the eighth inning. No action in the Grizzlies' bullpen, so it looks like Greg Duncan will come back out for the ninth and why not? Diaz takes outside, 2-2. Two two. If he's following the uh, path of some of these Grizzlies relievers signed out of college, I wonder if this is an audition for Duncan to get a chance in the starting rotation at some point as well. Obviously, he was a starter this spring. Taking low, 3-2. He did pitch out of the bullpen in Gary, but you'd think that having started 13 games this spring means his arm is relatively stretched out. Payoff pitch on the way. Diaz ropes it foul off the right side again, past Michael Gonzalez in the first base coaching box for the Grizzlies. Reminder again tomorrow, first pitch at 645. Game two of this series will be on the air for the Budweiser pregame show at 6:30 payoff again Diaz takes inside ball four he's on base for the third time tonight to out base runner for the Grizzlies against Pereira and it brings up Jay Prather who is one for three with an RBI single a walk and a caught stealing tonight talked about how the slammers will kick themselves that the Grizzlies have scored either on the benefit of wild pitches in innings in which they did not have a hit that was the third and the fifth or with the benefit of an error scoring all unearned runs. That was the five-run seventh inning as Prather sends a bounding ball foul off the first base side. But the Grizzlies, if anything, and I'm thinking of the caught stealing by Prather among a few others, will rue their base running. Jose Rosario also getting thrown out at second base to end an inning. The pitch. Swing a fly ball right field. Normal day this leaves. The wind has died down a little bit, but at the wall, it's caught by Jacobson. On a normal day, that would have been Prather's third home run. As it is, I think, had there been no defense, if we were in the home run derby, that probably would have gone out over the four-foot fence in right field. But instead, Jacobson able to just lean up against the edge of the fence and make the catch to end the inning. No runs, no hits. One man left. Ninth inning is next, 7 nothing. gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Hey,
12: hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions.
2: Like
19: what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends?
4: I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that.
19: Hey, follow me. I want to show you
12: something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa.
13: Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
24: Three, two, one. Oh, no.
1: Which button am I? Uh...
21: When every second counts, you can't wing it.
1: Uh, Guys, a little help up here.
21: In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear (coughs) Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen.
1: Strike Duncan back to work for the Grizzlies with a 7-0 lead after eight innings in Sojay. Right-hander against right-hander. He winds and deals to Jarrett Reinflash, who takes low for a ball. Duncan has retired all six men he's faced as a Grizzly with one strikeout through his first two innings on the mound for Gateway. The 1-0 pitch. Ryan Flesh fouls it back over the screen—a ball and a strike on the Slammers catcher in his Joliet debut. He is 0 for 2 with a walk. Mentioned a former ninth-round pick out of Ball State, chosen by the Marlins back in 2016. Spent three years in their system. The pitch taken high, two and one. Made it as far as Class A Advanced Jupiter in 2018. Was not in baseball in the 2019 or 2020. And then this year was with uh, Arizona. 2 1 pitch is taken low. pitch Ryan flesh takes inside ball four and he's on with a leadoff walk to start at the top of the ninth with gateway up seven to nothing Ryan flesh had suffered a serious injury in 2018 that was career threatening and his rehab wasn't going well and so he at one point had retired from baseball then decided to come out of retirement and he was signed by the Diamondbacks and they put him straight at double-a he was with double-a Amarillo to start this season pitches taken at the knees for a strike by the lefty batting Pereira who started the game as the DH now he is officially the Slammers pitcher he's 0 for 3 and has struck out twice get out of the stretch for the first time tonight the pitch, Pereira tops one softly back toward the mound on the first base side, Duncan out to get it. He flips awkwardly to first where it's picked out of the backhand off a short hop by Justin Jones. In the end, that really wasn't toward the mound. It was along the first base line, much more so than it looked at first. And that made it a difficult throw for Duncan having to deal with Pereira getting up the line in his path. And so he threw it, trying to keep it toward the fair side of first base to give Jones a chance It just kind of yanked it down but Jones handled it well. Ryan Flesch moves up to second, one out. 7-0 gateway in the top of the ninth, and Jackson Dvorak is the batter. He is 0 for 3. Right-hander to right-hander. Duncan ready. And the pitch. Dvorak swings and slices one down the right field line toward the corner. It is a foul ball. Trevor Klosterman, the home plate umpire, was on it kept slicing on Dvorak and in the end kept him from what would have been likely an RBI double. But Reinflesch had some good moments in Amarillo, especially considering he went straight to double A with limited baseball, no baseball, the couple of years prior. Only hit 182, but he walked a lot, as he often does, for an on-base percentage of 308. Not where he normally would be, but not bad, the pitch. So I'm going to foul back. And hit three home runs, a little bit of power. So we'll see how he fares in the Frontier League. He was off to an excellent start, unfortunately, in 2018 before his injury, at least getting on base. His OBP was 540 in the early stages of that year after he had a 359 on-base percentage at Class A Greensboro in 2017. The pitch, a curve that stays inside, backed up a little bit on Duncan. It's one ball and two strikes now on Devorak. Gateway closing in on a first win since the second half of a Sunday doubleheader at Windy City. Duncan's 1 2 delivery on the way. Devorak swings and misses at a fastball and strikes out. Second strikeout for Duncan at his Grizzlies debut, brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. Know what's below. Safe digging is no accident before you dig. Call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one, Call.com. Don't forget, the GCS Credit Union postgame show will immediately follow our final out tonight. Only one out left to get for the Grizzlies. The pitch to Lane Bearmore is fouled back to the very top of the screen. <laughs> Gateway seven, Joliette nothing. Ryan Flesh at second, two down in the top of the ninth inning. And Bearmore the batter, he is 0 for 3. A pop up and a couple of flies to left. Duncan looking for what would go as a save, three innings of quality relief. The pitch. swinging a soft poke off the end of the bat into short center, it's down for a base hit. Ryan Flesch gets a stop sign at third. That is the fifth hit of the night for the Slammers in their first since Briley Ware had a one out double in the sixth inning. Ryan Flesch moves up to third base. Slammers on the corners for Kyle Jacobson, the righty-batting right fielder, who is 0 for 2 with a walk. So Hopefully Duncan can finish this out cleanly. Gateway looking for a shutout victory. In the Grizzlies' last two wins, they only allowed one run apiece. Swing and a miss by Jacobson, strike one. But they have not yet had a shutout. Tickets available for tomorrow and Sunday. Make a good Father's Day gift. GatewayGrizzlies.com, 618-337-3000. 645 tomorrow, 545 Sunday. The pitch is a fastball lifted to right, pretty deep. Jones goes back, has room in front of the track, tracks it toward the foul line, and makes the catch. That's a gateway winner. The Grizzlies snap a three-game losing streak. They win the opener of this weekend set. Over the Joliet Slammers. GCS Credit Union Post Game Show coming up. We'll have the final totals and more to get you set for tomorrow night's Game Two as well. Our final score tonight: Gateway seven, Joliet nothing. GCS Credit Union Post Game Show coming up next. Stay with us on the Grizzlies Media Network.
7: Adopt U.S. Kids presents: What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager, Learning the Lingo.
17: Jelly, jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in. Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case.
7: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Kids, and the Ad Council.
9: My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk
2: to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out.
10: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
20: A gateway winner
1: in the Grizzlies' first shutout of 2021, a 7-0 win over Juliet. Nate Gatter, Brandon Ross, back to wrap it up for you with our GCS Credit Union post game show. If you're looking for a great rate on your next auto loan or wanting to refinance your current loan, check out GCS Credit Union. Visit mygcscu.com. That's mygcscu.com for details. The Grizzlies snap a three-game losing streak. They improve to 8-13 and 13 with the win, although it looks on our Husky Trailway's out-of-town scoreboard as though, and now it has in fact gone official, they will not gain any ground in the West Division with Evansville coming from behind to beat Windy City 7-5, to five. although they do move up into a tie for third with Southern Illinois taking a loss, 12-0 to, to Schaumburg, so both of those teams are now seven back of Evansville, And uh, Florence and Quebec evidently had some rain, and they're going to have to uh, finish that game out tomorrow. It's uh, suspended with the y'alls leading in the latter stages of the ball game. So the Grizzlies snapped the three-game losing streak, eight and 13. Joliet has lost six in a row, and the Slammers are now seven and 13. They uh, fall to four and a half back at the bottom of the Central Division behind Schaumburg. Final totals tonight for the visiting Slammers. No runs on five hits. One error and eight men left on base for the Grizzlies. Seven runs on seven hits, no errors, and seven men left stranded. Carlos Vega got the win for the Grizzlies to improve to 2-1 and on the season. He was very strong in his five and a third shutout innings. Seven Ks and one walk he allowed only four hits. Austin Shea struggled with the strike zone. Four walks in two and a third innings. He also threw a few costly wild pitches, including two that brought home runs. One in the third, one in the fifth. Gateway did not have a hit in the third inning or a hit in the fifth inning, but scored a run in each to take a 2-0 lead, then took advantage of a leadoff error by Joliet in the sixth to score five unearned runs. Nonetheless, or in any event, Austin Shea takes the loss to fall to 1 and 3. Greg Duncan, even though a lot of pressure was not on him by virtue of the scoreboard, gets the save for three quality innings of relief. His first save, of course, in the Frontier League this year in his league debut with Gateway. The game took three hours and 21 minutes. That's including uh, a couple of short to intermediate delays, one for Joliet to get a reliever ready after a pitcher injury and one for us to replace John Hastings, our home plate umpire, after uh, he went down following the sixth inning but was able to get to his feet and move around under his own power. So uh, hopefully he is doing all right, and we will report back on that uh, tomorrow during our Budweiser pregame show so that all of you know the condition of uh, Mr. Hastings. Certainly all of our thoughts are with him. 1,028 fans saw the ball game at GCS Credit Union Ballpark tonight, a 7-0 Grizzlies win. Grizzlies media network player of the game probably got to go with the pitching staff's combined efforts, a five-hit shutout, only three walks from Vega, Camacho, and Duncan. Vega the win and Duncan the save. On the offensive side, shout-out to Dylan Jones, who was two for three with a double and a walk. He drove in two and scored three. Although, funny enough, the only time he did not reach base was when he struck out in the eighth inning as the first man to face Brian Pereira, the pitcher or a uh, position player into pitch for the Slammers in that inning. Jay Prather also had a, a single and a walk. Abdiel Diaz reached three times with a single, a walk, and a hit by pitch. So uh, some all-around contributions from the Grizzlies. Nick Rotola, much needed RBI double, and a walk as well. Tomorrow night will be on the air at 6.30 Central Time for the Budweiser pregame show before a 645 first pitch in game two of this three-game series and a very brief three-game homestand as the Grizzlies host the Slammers. One more time, the final totals for Joliet. No runs, five hits, one error, eight left. For Gateway, seven runs, seven hits, no errors, seven stranded. Vega the win, he's two and one. Shea the loss, he's one and three. Duncan the save his first. Three hours, twenty-one minutes, the official time of game. 1,028, 1028, the paid crowd in Soge. So that'll do it for us this evening from GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's game half as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you, and we look forward to hosting you again tomorrow evening. For my partner Brandon Ross and the rest of us with the Grizzlies, Nate Gatter saying so long tonight from Soge. Once again, our final score, Gateway 7 and Joliet nothing. Hope you'll be with us at 6.30 Central time tomorrow when the Budweiser pregame show kicks off before game two. 7-0, the Grizzlies win it to improve to 8-13 on the year. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.